Welcome everybody to Adora Takes Manhattan, and we are here today, um, going to do something along the lines of a Halloween ranking, and of course, I didn't come alone, I've got a co-host who uh, knows hardly anything about horror movies, uh, welcome Gears of Kai, Gears, how you doing? Oh, well, uh, that's... That's a lovely introduction. Thank you. I always do some no, lovely yeah, introductions. I, and now on to my next one. We also have a special guest. I, I'm more of a 70s horror fan. Oh, okay, be quiet. Um, we're on to our next introduction. Our special guest here on this episode. Uh, he runs something called an E-Fed. I have no idea what that is. Um, he's a self-proclaimed CEO. Um... Uh, you know, not really. But anyways, welcome, B.O.B. and president. <laughs> I never called myself a CEO. Oh, don't you sit here and sit here and say, oh, yeah, he's a doctor, too, but they ain't got no credentials. So me and Third Gunman are in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> we both claim to be things that we have no proof of. <laughs> see, um, I, see, I don't know about that because Gunman has helped me out in some legal shit. Like, right now, he's currently helping me. Helping me sue Nikki Cross for stealing my Johnny Justice gimmick. <laughs> oh Lord! It, what's funny is is on the Back to the Ring podcast, my main co-host now Rob actually is a lawyer in Florida. <laughs> so. uh, oh, that's cool. Well, today, yeah, folks, we're ranking Halloween. Twelve, the best down. horror franchise, the best slasher franchise. Oh my Perfect. goodness! We've got somebody smart on the podcast now. Oh my god, the funniest thing is that I am going to completely disagree with that fact. What this fact? You can't disagree have... with facts there, Gears. You just <laughs> called it a fact, so that means you're just stating an opinion as opposed to the fact that it actually is the best slasher franchise ever. The fact is it has a one of the best slasher movies in it, but as a franchise as a whole... It's got the most amount of stinkers. No, it doesn't. Not even close. No, no, no. You guys talked about Nightmare the other day. That one's got way more just awful movies in it than than Halloween does. It's got two. It's not even. What? Two. It's got two. The only stinkers that I consider like stinker stinkers is you consider remake. (laughs) Remake. (laughs) Spit out my drink. I, didn't I can sleep. enjoy Freddy's Dead because it's really just fucking awful. Oh and, but you enjoy it because way. it's awful. So you're admitting that it's awful, but you're saying that you enjoy it because it's awful. So that would still make it an awful movie. Whether or not you like it is completely beside the point. Yeah, well, that, I'm going to get into that a lot in this franchise, too, because I have... I don't even have because, to do my know, job I'm, anymore. That's this actually a great. perfect segue into my last place. That's a perfect segue into my last place where I am going to get so much heat for this and I don't fucking care and I'm just going to go off on a oh, rant. Of course you, you do care. What? You do care. You're doing it for the heat. <laughs> I know you. You're doing it for the heat. You want to be a heat Maggie. Maybe. But honestly, in this case, no. In, in, in this particular case, no. Like, th- this one is something that I genuinely have, like, resentment for. And... I couldn't break this up, so it's a tie. 
No, 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 no. I all of mine are ranked. I don't have any ties. Do you have any ties, D Rod? I don't think so. So there you go. I'm, I'm sorry, but you've got to pick one. Not to. You gotta put on your no, big boy I, pants. Big put on put on your big girl pants and pick one. You know what? Oh this is great. But it, it does kind of make sense. They're both very, very connected. So okay, just go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, sorry. But and yeah, like I said, I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this, but I don't care. In this case, I do not. My next one though, sure, that one's for that one's gonna okay, get enough heat, caveats. And I'm gonna give us the name. Which, what movie is in what movie or movies are in last place? <laughs> so for my last place, I have both of Rob Zombies. I cannot stand Rob Zombie as a director. I can't stand his dialogue. Michael Myers never needed a fucking backstory, and I don't want to see three fucking pointless fucking rape scenes. Fuck these films. That's all I'm saying about it. You guys move on. Okay. Well, I will half agree with you. Yeah. My uh, coming in at number 12 with a big fat fucking F <laughs> is uh, Halloween H2, directed by Rob Zombie. Um, it breaks the number one uh, rule of the Halloween franchise is you never try to explain Michael Myers ever. That always goes bad. Every time they try and fucking do it, and this is the worst, um... It, it it's unnecessarily gory, which is stupid because most of the most of the Halloween movies don't rely on gore. They're not scaring you with gore. Uh, even in the, the 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 gorier ones, they still aren't like, oh my god, like this this thing is just awful. From the opening scene where the dude gets his head fucking like just thawed off with a piece of glass, unnecessarily like unnecessarily close up shots of that. It's just there's the the supernatural like psychological element is just dumb the whole like it basically it falls apart from the very very beginning and it never stops falling apart until you're left with just a handful of dust at the end of the fucking movie fuck rob zombie forever making the movie period well, sorry well, well, well you know it's pretty simple in my halloween rankings you got to put this film last Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie's in mine. That's where I put it. Because okay, I wasn't expecting sense. us to agree with that. Now, now the, wait a minute. The first one, you'll so see we'll where I to... rank that one later. But yeah, um, the second one could go jump in the lake for all I care. Oh, yeah. uh, and like like D-Rod said, apparently Rob Zombie had troubles with the studio while making a movie, so he just said fuck all. Which is even worse. Like, I'm sorry, you fucking still put out the... If you're creative and you're in charge of a project, you still put out the best possible version of whatever it is that you want to do possible. So either he shit the bed on purpose to make a bad movie and all of us Halloween fans are fucking stuck with this piece of trash, or he did his best to make whatever he thought was good and he's just a complete freaking moron. <laughs> there you go, the it's very true like I will bring up one more thing like when you were saying that never tried to explain Michael Myers and exactly yeah because that's what made him scary is we had no idea what the fuck he was yeah. he was just evil and there the, that's the what made him scary 
the best movies in the series are the ones where he's just he likes to kill people and he likes to go to his childhood home. That's it. That's that's all yeah. he has to do. Exactly. Exactly. One hundred percent. Full agree. So. All right. Well, moving on. On to number eleven. <laughs> on to yeah, number go, 11. go ahead with your next place before I get to mine because since I did a tie. Dira, do you want to go first? I don't know if I should go first. Bob, you go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go first. This one got a big fat D minus. Uh oh. Um, this one was Halloween Six: Curse of Michael Myers. Okay. Um, I liked the idea of if you're going to explain Michael Myers uh, being possessed by a demon is probably the best way to go, but the execution was awful. Uh, the fact that the main character is was like 10 years old in the previous Michael Myers movies, and now she's in her mid-20s, supposed to be in her late teens and looks like she's in her early 30s. Um, it's just it's like oh, the execution's bad. The scene where they take Michael Myers' mask off and you clearly see his face and the, the makeup on it is bad is just no, no, no. Do he stop this? Like... By the end of the movie, I remember me and my wife watching it and making fun of it and talking about how bad it was more than we actually, like, enjoyed the film. So, mm. you know, it, I guess for that moment, it might have rewatchability, but overall, it's it's a bad entry into the series and kind of didn't need to be made. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I can respect that, and, you know, Curse of Michael Myers is a acquired taste, in my opinion. Um, An acquired taste means <laughs> that it's just awful, and you just get used <laughs> to how awful it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's like when people say that, you know, uh, uh, sucking the head of a crawfish is, is an acquired taste. No, it's just, you, you get used to how bad it's, <laughs> like, how nasty the fucking, like, shit that you're sucking out of the head of the crawfish is. Sorry. See, Sorry. Well, well, once I get to the yellow on a crawfish, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. The mustard. We call that the mustard on blue crabs. Yeah. When you get to the mustard, which is basically the shit. Like, it literally is, like, the shit in their intestines that, pu that comes out when they cook. Well, since you brought that up, Bob, my number 11, which would equal that, um, and we'll probably make both of you mad. They make a lot of people mad. Um, because I just He's doing it to make people mad, folks. I just rewatched it. Yeah. I just rewatched it. Sat I, I already it, know where he's going sat, and I'm about to disconnect. Sat through it and did not just couldn't get anything out of it. It's boring. I don't like it. And y'all can sit here and dog me out. Halloween H two O is my oh, number eleven. I'm not gonna disconnect. Okay. You're fine. I mean, I, I don't have it in a I, I have it higher, but I'm not going to go and, like, argue this. Boring. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's, that's a super... I would say... That's not, that's not a, 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 an awful take. Well, if anybody <laughs> else... I, I'm just saying, I think Halloween H2O is highly regarded in the Halloween fan base, to be honest. Eh. I mean, for me, it's always been one of the... I mean, it's it's not awful. This is, and this is the thing about the Halloween movies. I think once you get past the first, like, three that are bad in my opinion everything i mean it's h2o isn't bad it's not an awful movie there's some good kills in it again it's michael myers going after laurie strode you know it, it's 
I mean, but yeah, I can see how you would say it's it's boring. It's not um, the people in it are just abnormally stupid. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes any sense for a like, horror movie. Like, there's horror movie stupid, and then there's these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say like. I think Halloween might be like the biggest offender of like stupid horror movie characters. Once you get past a certain point in the films, they're all just really, really dumb. I think I think you also got to take into the account. And this is this is something that bothers me about the whole series. But then again, like I kind of get it. Like it's always the parents that are like all like where are they all at some big fucking swingers party or something because they're all gone like all the parents everybody in the neighborhood's fucking gone laurie strode's running around banging on people's doors and nobody fucking hears her nothing and it can't be that late because the the parents haven't come home yet like you know it'd be like 10 o'clock like who the fuck is dead asleep at 10 o'clock or they can't hear somebody yelling and screaming outside their door I mean, right. but if you want to pick, if you want to pick it apart, we can pick it apart. But yeah, yeah. Honestly, one of my biggest complaints, and I know it's small, it's gonna make me sound even more snobby, but my like my biggest complaint about anything beyond part two is it's like completely different cinematography. I really like how in the super early ones, like the camera almost feels like it's stalking these characters as opposed to being yeah. shot like a movie. Well, it's because John Carpenter stopped directing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to get another little uh, thing of wine here. You guys, Gears, you go ahead. I'll just deal with whatever you have to say on the back end. <laughs> well, you're not going to have any complaints because I also have number six here. So, And you covered pretty much everything I was going to cover in the first place. So I don't really have anything else to add. Literally every note that I had for this movie, Bob covered. Well, it's then, not good. While Bob's getting well, his wine, I'll give. What my was that? Team. What movie was that? Curse. Yeah, Curse. Curse. Yeah. 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 It's just it's not good. Like, and and I love a bad horror movie. I really do. But this was not even a good bad horror movie. Yeah, uh, like Paul Rudd couldn't even save it. Like, well, I mean, to be fair, Paul Rudd was like ten. Yeah, it was he wasn't ten, but he was super yeah. fucking young. Yeah. Actually, he was like thirty. He just looked like he was ten because it's Paul. Rudd. That's yeah, what he exactly. I'm yeah. speaking of which, I watched the Ant Man and the Wasp the other night, and that was really good. I enjoyed it. It's a good so, movie. It, it was. Is. It was. It was a good entry into the DC DC catalog. I hadn't. I've been putting it off because you know it's a little long to just watch when you're. We've had a few, but. So, I didn't want to bring this part up. Did you just say Ant-Man was DC? I thought I said Marvel. I could have sworn I said Marvel. I might have said DC. I don't know. I've had a I've had a glass of wine and a shot of Fireball. What do you want from me? <laughs> give me a, give me a break. I just want to point that out. <laughs> this is hey. This is the door takes Manhattan. We're never, you know, a hundred percent correct. Yeah. We are a chaotic neutral <laughs> podcast. Deal with it. So we're the Deadpool of podcasts. Exactly. Yes. There you go. All right, number ten. I can just go ahead and say it because y'all been talking about it. Curse of Michael Myers is number ten on my list. There you yeah. go. That's out of the way for me. Our our lists are going pretty similar. I guess you guys have 
Rob Zombie's Halloween one a lot higher than I did, but I yeah. really just mm. the personal reasons why I just can't ever get into it. What did you have at ten, Gears? My number ten was Halloween six. Oh, first. yeah, because I had uh, twelve and eleven tied. For okay, both all right, I got you. I got you. My Halloween nine ten was with a D. Revenge of Michael Myers, Halloween five. Um. I didn't like the psychic link between Michael and the niece. I thought that was stupid. Uh, I think Loomis's uh, constant yelling at the niece kind of takes away from his character a little bit. I mean, I get it. He's freaked out. He, Michael's pure evil, la, la, da, 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 da. But yelling at a small child the way he did just didn't seem in character for him. Mm. Also, um, the Michael trying to kill a small child that bothered me because up until now, even in the predecessor to this one, which I'm sure we'll get into, uh, Michael would stalk children, but he was always trying to kill teenagers. He was never actually trying to kill actual children. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So that's when that really turned me off because the last half of the movie is the niece running around and him literally trying to kill her. And I was just like, no, I can't. I can't with this. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bob, you made up a good point. Halloween 4 and 5. Polar opposites on that end. Yep. Um, And we'll get to 4 later. But anyways... um, we're all, we're headed to number nine here, correct? Because we are number yeah. nine. Yeah. So if we're going number to number nine, nine. Number nine. Number, number nine. nine. Can we get a number, number nine? nine? So with that, I do want to bring up the fact that Bob and I are on same levels again, because I also have part five. Well, so do I. Uh, wow, okay. You have part you guys have part <laughs> uh, five at nine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think this. So some other points that Bob didn't bring up that I wanted to is uh, just the outrageous use of awful and ridiculous sound effects, especially like with the fucking cops with all the <laughs> clown noises. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Um, and the chase scene with uh, Daniel Harris and whoever was portraying Michael in this movie, I have no idea. Um. Like Danielle was like in like actual like danger with that, uh, and the part where he's stabbing at her through the vent, like they're legitimately like stabbing it through a with a real knife mm. with her still in there. That's just fucking awful to put a child in those kind of conditions. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? They yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, like it, it's disgustingly fucked up. I, I should have looked up the director because fuck it, fuck them. Well, it's also, it's also, I wanted to say, it's also one of the worst looking Michael Myers of the whole series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, this one, I know, D.R., you're going to kill me, but, like, this movie and part four, he looks awful. (sighs) I'm sorry. Like, the the, the mask for those movies was atrocious. Yeah, you can can say it for part five, but, (laughs) Uh. Even the jumpsuit was, like, like bright blue, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like yeah. it's not like a like a dark blue mechanics jumpsuit. It's like bright, like yeah, royal yeah. blue. I can't with this movie. 
Uh, D-Rod, do you have anything else to add on this one before? No, you done got me a little stirred up. So, yeah, let's move on. Well, here, I'll I'll go ahead and throw out my number nine then since we're – since I'm – like, I guess I'm one ahead of you or one behind you all. uh, I don't fucking know where we're at. My number – You're on number eight, Bob. My number nine (laughs) is – no, no, I haven't thrown out my number nine yet. You guys, your guys, yeah, no, your okay, guys' okay. number nine I, I'm was within, right? I'm going to number nine real quick. <laughs> All right, my nine. number nine with a C was Halloween H2O. Okay. Because, I mean, it's, like I said, it's mediocre. It's it's run of the mill. It's not so stupid. You just hate it, but it's not really anything to write home about. Again, it's one of those ones you can throw on and be like, oh, okay, half entertained by it, half fucking around on Discord or Twitter while you're watching it and not really lose anything. So, and Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and, you know, she's still, the Lori Lori Strode character is still true to her protectiveness about Michael Myers, you know, so... All right, Bob, number nine was H2O. And now we go into number now eight. Now we go to number eight. I, I'm going to okay. go ahead and throw my number eight out, so we're starting. My number eight was the first Rob Zombie remake. Okay. Yeah. The, the, reason, the reason I had number eight and reason I gave it a C is kind of the same reason of H2O. It's fairly, I mean, as far as a remake goes, just a straight remake, it pays enough uh, to the original material to make it not a bad remake. Uh, Again, way too gory. The kills are too fucking brutal, for my opinion. Like, I remember watching it, and I had to, like, continually turn away when people were getting killed, which was like... I mean, I'm, I'm not super squeamish, but I didn't sign up for torture porn or hostile or something like that. You know, I signed up for a, uh, uh, stalker slasher movie. And those usually aren't super big on the actual gore practical effects. And, uh, so I thought it was a decent remake, but it's, again, I don't think it was groundbreaking in any way. I don't even really think it needed to be made to be honest with you. (laughs) They could have like, we could have done completely without that movie ever existing. And I don't think anything would have been worse for it. Yeah, and to add a little bit onto the first one that I left out, uh, the re- the characters who were, I guess, returning characters, but like obviously played by different actors, they really made those characters like mm-hmm. the okay. worst. Uh, Scout uh, Taylor Compton, I believe, is her name. Her Lori Strode is insufferable as hell. Oh. Let me say something about H2, too, while we're at it. Who in the fuck you decide, you find out on the one-year anniversary of the night that you almost got fucking killed and had to kill a dude, you find out that that dude is your brother, and you decide, fuck it, I'm going to go to a rave. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> the right? shit ever. <laughs> I, I actually have that in my H2O ranking that I'll get to later. Um, and by later, I mean now. <laughs> I guess my next up is H2O. Uh, well, wait, we didn't get what D-Rod's number eight was. What was your number eight, D-Rod? This is my number eight. Your number eight is H2O? Yeah. Hell yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
It'll be fine. Uh, I'm trying to keep track. Yeah, no, no, we, we, we confused ourselves earlier. Uh, also, uh, another thing that I really don't like about H2O is, like, Scream just came out, and it did a lot to try to kind of mimic what was ha- what uh, Scream did with a lot of the self-aware humor. And, and unlike Scream, like, the jokes in this do not land at all. I oh, think... Yeah. Uh, I think they kind of did Lori's PTSD a little too, like, don't want to say, like, offensive, but not entirely accurate to, like, PTSD victims. And Well, let's be fair. This is the mid-90s, so, like, to to be fair, accurate, and and gentle with the subject was not necessarily the uh, modus operandi of the time. I know. It's... uh, (laughs) It's like saying, oh, Stone Cold was a misogynist, really, you fucking think? <laughs> right. Come on. Which, I, I guess getting into it, like, I, I think that's why I always was more of a rock person than I was a Stone Cold person. Uh, I don't care, but, but yeah, you know. Moving on, or else we'll get off topic well, forever. Rock was also a little homophobic, too. That's true. Because he liked to make fun of people who like Danishes. What was it? It's Danish, right? Wasn't that what he said? Yeah, would say you like pie or you like Danish? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. So, something like that. I mean, that's kind of why I don't really look at the Attitude Era with too much fondness. I but, don't look at it because the wrestling's fucking awful, except for like the top. Oh my god! Thank you. Fuck! I, I tried saying that forever ago, and like D Rod and uh, Gunman, like all like they're like, oh, what are you talking about? The wrestling was great. And I'm like, I mean, they had D. Will Brown. I mean, he was great. It was great at the top of the card. At the top of the card, that like the two, like the main event, usually like the match before it. Yeah, it was the the main event. D. Will Brown was great, but (laughs) the rest of the card was just god awful. And then the Hardys and Edge and Christian came in, and tag team wrestling completely stopped making sense for like ever. (laughs) I'm sorry, like it just. Oh God! That I understand why people love the APA now because Bradshaw and Simmons <laughs> would just come in and beat the shit out of people, and it was just such a nice, like, refresh of uh, breath of fresh air from, you know, edging Christian and the Hardy Boys like contrived bots. Sorry, I'm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I tried to move it off immediately after. Like, it was like, I mean, I like Stone Cold. I mean, I like The Rock over Stone Cold. But let's let's move on, or else we'll be on this subject for two hours. Yeah, well, <laughs> you guys, yeah, exactly. We'll start said, talking about boys. And, uh, anyway, go ahead, D. Rob. What was your number eight? Well, Bob, we're on the same page. Rob Zombies, Halloween. There we go. But. I will say this about Rob Zombie, you know, I do enjoy some of his movies, but did he really have to remake Halloween? Was that really necessary? No, it well, wasn't. Here's the thing. Rob Zombie doesn't do a bad job when it's his own material. Exactly. Why did he have to do somebody else's material? Exactly. Like, I don't See, understand yeah. why he's doing the monsters either. It just seems stupid and unnecessary. It's like... The studio is telling him he has to do this, and so he's going to do I, it. I think he did. Yeah, in this case, I, I do think that was the case. Uh, then, then that is his fault for not reading his damn contract. Like, I'm sorry, but 
You're not wrong. <laughs> you uh, know. Yeah. And like, he doesn't get to piss away fucking the whole movie just because he didn't read his contract and he's going to be a little bitch about it. You know, and he'd be like Sasha and Naomi take his ball and go home. Wham, wham, wham. Like, <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Hit the, hit the mic drop. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, like, I, I somewhat, I, I, I don't know. I don't really care for, I can, t- I can admit that they are well made movies, but I just can't get into Rob zombie as the director it's too like like i don't i don't want to hear like fuck bitch cunt slut every 30 seconds yeah i can um, hear i can and have like a bunch of you know th- there's so much like just very there's like graphic like sexual assault scenes and just no no stop i can't rob zombie films are graphic to the maximum Mm-hmm. Uh, always have been, probably always will be up until Monsters, which will be a flop, I'm sure. But anyways. Um, yeah, can, I, I mean, I still want to like, ride in the back of the Dragula, so. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Like, uh, speaking of uh, Monsters, yeah. Uh, I think the casting for it's fine until you have Sherry Moon Zombie, who doesn't fit her character at all. But yeah, moving on. Moving on, number seven. Uh, who wants to take number seven first? I'll uh, go. Halloween. Oh, Resurrection is number seven on my list. Ding, ding, ding. Same <laughs> as mine. Hey, hey, there we go. I'm surprised how similar our lists have been so far. It's going to go no. off course for me when we get to the top ones, I'm sure. But it's still the same. <laughs> like, our, our, like our, our... Well, number one. Okay. From this point, Can I say something? it's gonna have the uh, same movies. Resurrect. I enjoyed Resurrection way more than I expected to. It's a good like, movie. Way, same, way yeah. more than I expected. Honestly, to. same. Like I was like, my uh, list that I had before I went back and you know w- rewatched these movies and watched more than I had. I had Resurrection in, in last place, and it moved up a lot higher after this rewatch. Because um, it had the decency to at least make me chuckle. I mean, mm-hmm. it was unintentional, but like some of the scenes were so ridiculous that I found myself laughing at it. But like, there's also a lot of you know things that I like. Uh, the streaming thing was pretty neat because it's like mm-hmm. that wasn't a huge thing back then, yeah. and then like look at it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Like it almost feels like more up to date than the technology at the time would even allow it to be. Yeah, right. Like it's, you know, makes so much sense in today's uh, standards that it did back then. Plus, um, uh, let me say a couple of things. Busta Rhymes is amazing in his role. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, when him yes. and Jason, I know it's when him and Jason have the fight. <laughs> you're actually like really cheering for him, and you're like, "Yeah, like, dude, yeah, kick Jason's good. ass." Yeah. You <laughs> Um, the, uh, the staging of bodies wasn't as awful as it was in some movies. That's another thing that we've, you know, Michael does like to stage bodies. We learned that in the very first movie. So, but these stagings weren't like, 
Like that was another thing about H2, about Halloween 2, is like they were so intricate and like pulling out eyeballs and like been breaking people's backs to get them into positions. It's like, really, dude? Like, <laughs> come on. Um, whereas this one, they weren't, you know, too over the top. Um, it had Katie Sackhoff in it, which I'm a huge Katie Sackhoff fan from Battlestar Galactica. So say we all. Um, and it just... It worked. And again, they didn't explain Michael Myers. Michael Myers is just a dude who likes to kill people. That was it. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, they're like, hey, let's focus on why he does this, all, all just to have no conclusion. And that's the best way to do that. This is, as weird as it sounds, this is the best explanation of, that they've ever given Michael Myers, apart from Halloween 1. And that's just. We have no explanation for it. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> He's evil. He's pure well, evil. That makes the best movie sometimes. Which I do have. I do have to say. Oh no, that that is what makes Michael Myers exactly. so great and so He's believable evil. as a he villain kills. is like. He's evil. Yeah. He kills, and he wants to go to his childhood home. Yeah. And exactly. Like, that's it. That's all we need. I want to say. I want to give a shout out before we get into the 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 top half to Donald Pleasance, oh, yeah. who. His Dr. Loomis character carries every movie he is in in this series. He is the best thing about every Halloween movie that he's in outside of Halloween 1, in my opinion. Um, I am going to half agree with that. I have. love Donald Pleasant. Hear me out. He's a spectacular actor, and obviously his performance was great. However, I didn't, I didn't care for... How increasingly unhinged he became but that's kind of where that ends in terms yeah. of disagreement it, well, it, it also, a little too comical for my taste on the yeah i know but as the movie started to get comical as it went along and also if you look at it as a character study with nobody believing him and constantly shoving him yeah. aside and not taking him seriously you would become more and more unhinged you know, uh, think about if you're in an argument. Like, okay, I've been in arguments where I'm critiquing, like, let's say I'm critiquing AW, and the person that I'm critiquing refuses to acknowledge that the critiques that I'm even saying actually exist. It's extremely frustrating to say, hey, this could be better when the other person is saying, that's not a problem. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, Bob, we know you're a snark, so what does it matter? Yeah, um, to an extent. I'm not gonna get that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You need to get out of the snark business. <laughs> all right. So we all agreed on uh, uh, resurrection number, number seven. So seven. number six. All right. So for number six, see, now I feel like this is where we're getting to hot, hot take territory because mm -hmm. the, these movies can honestly all, I mean, from like some six to four. These three can be like interchangeable. I mean, from one to six, you really like ba based on whatever you really like about a Halloween movie or about a slasher movie, stalker movie. You could interchange almost any one of them because yeah. the the um, the 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 um, I'm trying I, to think except of except for word. one and two. One and two can't be changed out. That that that. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we know with you, D-Rod, you're like, 
knowing you, you're probably going to put part one at number six and then part two or part three at number five or whatever. Can you just give us your part, your number six, please? All right. My number six, I'm hoping to share with you guys, but I probably won't, is uh, the latest one, Halloween Kills. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, it's higher on mine. Uh, I know. Uh, this one, a little hot take. This is the, I never got to rewatching this one, so it might have been higher. I saw this movie when it came out in theaters. Well, theaters by streaming, uh, and haven't seen it since. So, my no, just tell me you at least it. legally streamed it, please. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got HBO Max. It's all good. Uh, no, like, I'm I serious. I hate that when I dump off somebody I can't watch a pay per view or something because I'm not willing to pay for it. And they're like, "Oh, we'll just find a place." And I'm like, "No, dude. The whole point is I'm going to pay for it. If I want to watch it, I'll pay for it. If I don't want to pay for it, then I don't really want to watch it that fucking bad." Like, see, I can see that with the pay per view thing with WWE because you know Peacock's like five bucks a month to watch it. But when you got like seventy dollar pay per views for AEW, that's a different story. But yeah, I'm not paying seventy dollars for AEW shitty fucking pay per views. Yeah, like I. Well, so, yeah, wait. I, let me I pay think... seventy dollars to watch the Young Bucks jump around in the ring like <laughs> they do every week on television. John Moxley's gonna bleed. Uh, CM Punk's probably not gonna be there, and if he does, he's gonna botch a bunch of shit. Uh, Daniel Bryan's not gonna be there because he's retired now because. He uh, uh, can't do anything. FTR probably won't even be on the fucking card. MJF is probably going to lose to somebody, and Lord and Wardlow is probably going to have a ten minute long or a twenty minute long match with Danhausen, in which he fucking loses. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the only thing that like I don't mind MJF losing because it makes his character better. When he's such. No. This- a heel's gotta win a fucking you've gotta win at some point or else you become fucking bray wyatt i mean yeah that's true that's the main reason that that bray wyatt's being this arrogant fuckhead he's just this massive piece of shit but like he just can't win and to me i find that kind of hilarious and i understand that writing his character but that's about it I understand the humor in it, but there's got to be some sort of drama as to whether or not he will win. If he always fucking loses, like Bray always fucking lost, then nobody's going to care whether he wins or loses because they know he's going to lose. So there's no there's no draw there. There's nothing bringing people in to see his match because they know what's going to happen or they know what's going to happen in the program. Uh, that was the big thing with, like I said, Bray Wyatt. The reason his original gimmick never really got over any more than it did is because he never won any goddamn fucking feuds. So by the end of it, he was just a fucking joke. Like, you can talk a great game and cut a great promo, but if you never fucking win anything, everybody's going to know that you're going to fucking lose. So why the fuck even, like, care? See, the thing about AEW drawing people is they don't do anything to draw people. They know that they have their super fucking loyal fans who just buy into their shit whenever. So they just put on whatever and go with it. I get I get so frustrated when AEW fans, and I had one tell me this today, well, it's just not for you, don't watch. And I'm like, <laughs> you've had the same 
900,000 people since the show started. You have not grown an audience at all. In fact, the audience has greatly shrunk because it was originally around 1.2 million people for the, like the first like couple months. So if you don't want people to watch the product, then why is the product on fucking television? It could be on fucking YouTube and you can fucking, uh, uh, you know, go jerk off Tony Khan to your heart's content. But <laughs> I think the saddest part is the best thing AEW has to offer is AEW Dark, which is free on YouTube. <laughs> and that's just because it's like, hey, here's the talent we don't That's where all the people that's where all the people of color go. Oh my god. Mic drop. It's <laughs> not wrong. It's, it's not true. wrong though, but oh my god. <laughs> but it's like yeah, he, uh, here here's our best talent that we don't use. We're going to throw them on this show that nobody cares about. We got Jay Lethal, which is great, but, you know, he's had issues and he's black. So let's, yeah. let's put him on dark. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> you know, we got we got Will Hobbs, who is a great talent, probably one of the best young talents of this generation. But we can't put the tag titles on him. We got to put him on fucking Keith Lee and Swerve Scott, two ex-WWE guys. And I don't care what anybody out there in the freaking IWs in the internet wrestling community says. They're WWE guys because I didn't know who the fuck they were until they came to NXT. And I am not what you would call a casual fan. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't know who Keith Lee was. Keith Lee was pretty... but uh, Apart from Keith Lee, yeah, I don't. I had never heard of Isaiah Scott. And... You know, the XWE guys is give and take. If they're if they were a part of WWE for any like significant amount of time and did anything of worth, they're an ex WWE guy to me. Oh, you know. Anyway. Oh yeah, moving on. Uh, uh, okay, so on. your number six was what, Halloween kills? Yeah. Uh D Rods, what's your number six? Uh well, I don't know if I won't say this or not, but I'm gonna have to. Uh, but, you know, like you said earlier, Bob, once you get the six down here, it's personal choice. What you like, what you don't like. I like Michael Myers. I know this okay. is a big trope here, but I love this film. I think it's a great standalone oh, film. Oh, no, I know what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew it was coming. I thought it was coming a lot earlier, and I'm kind of proud of D-Rod for putting it. Uh, Halloween 3. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm proud of D-Rod for putting it at least this high. I was kind of worried he was going to put this in last place. So, kudos. Well, it's and a trope I just remembered put it now low, that you, you were know. doing that. Yeah. I, uh... Now that you were doing that, I'm kind of mad because I forgot to do. I was gonna open with like going, "Oh, 96 days until Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. or whatever." Yeah, I, I completely, fu- I completely fucked that up. Silver Shamrock. Yeah, um, but yeah, go go ahead. Like, I'm glad that you love this film because I thought the last time we talked about Halloween, you talked about how much you didn't like it. My opinion has so. changed since because. I'm proud of you, dear. I, I, I really am. I watched it with an open eye, and I enjoyed it. Okay. Really enjoyed it. It's so fucking batshit crazy. Yeah, I it love is, it. But that's why it's great. My number six is Halloween Two, the sequel to the original Halloween. That's a hot take in half, but okay. That's a very um, hot take. One, I don't the. Uh, for being the sequel to a great 
movie. Everybody in the fucking hospital is a fucking goddamn moron. Uh, none of the people are fucking, even the guy who's like trying to like get with Lori Strode after she just had probably the most fucking traumatic light night an entire a person can entirely have. There's this ambulance driver that's like trying to fucking like, I know he's not trying to get in her pants right then, but you can tell that that's fucking the way he's trying to go. Uh, the, the whole thing with Michael fucking, uh, and the, um, coming back to life. And then there's the fucking, the ending that is the ending, but isn't the ending and her running around screaming outside of the, uh, the hospital. It's just, it's, it's a little much. It's like, it took everything that was great about Halloween, turned it up way too high and then stuck it in the microwave for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? It just, it, it, it's like, it felt almost unnecessary, but on the same note, like, it felt like it could have been done way better. See, mine's a lot higher, but I think that I have a different viewpoint on why I love it so much, but I'll get at that when I get to mine. Right. I got to get more water and more wine, so... Um... Do you ride? Yeah, go ahead, because I have to go to talk the about, talk about water and wine. Talk, talk about AEW for another 10 minutes. Did you grow your hair out, Bob? Oh, he done left. Never mind. Um, yeah, I'm going to run to the bathroom. Go ahead with your next one. Okay, I'll go ahead. Uh, number five. Wait, no, yeah. We had number five. Okay. Number five on my list is Halloween Kills. Um... I really enjoyed it in the theater. Got home. We can share the women. We can share the wine. Bob, you didn't, you didn't hear what I said when you were walking away. No, uh, I didn't. I asked if you grew out your hair again. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. perfect You mean sense. after I cut it for the Loki cosplay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You grew it back out, right? Yeah. Okay, that makes perfect sense because you said you was going to leave and get some water and wine. So, just saying. Um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh, uh, yeah, I grew it back out. I'm actually going as, uh, for our Halloween party, because I do a Halloween party every year, but I'm doing Michael Myers this year for Halloween. Really? I've already found the mask I want. It's a, uh, it's, it's a copy. It's like a $50, uh, uh, bold copy of the original mask from the original movie. Really? I found a, uh, a nice set of overalls that I could actually repurpose and use when I'm not <laughs> in doing a Halloween costume, which is which is always nice. And I found a uh, a really nice plastic molded, realistic looking uh, kitchen knife. So there you go. I'm uh, I'm I'm, so, I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. I loved I love costuming and I love cosplaying. So. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always cool to be able to find something a little different. And uh, I think Michael Myers is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and by the way, for all of you out there, I guess you won't hear this till later, but I'm going to SmackDown tomorrow night. SmackDown? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. The go-home show for the SummerSlam pay-per-view. This will be my third go-home show. I've done two WrestleMania go-home shows, and then now this will be my... Uh, well, two WrestleMania go home Raws. Mm. So this will nice. be uh, my first like actual go home go home show for a major pay per view. My uh, the only go home show I've been to was a Raw from 2017, 2018, I think. Um, 
I think it was for payback, probably. Okay. So it wasn't for a major pay-per-view or anything. But, like, it's often regarded as one of, like, the worst Raws in modern times. And that's what I always get stuck with. Anytime it comes to Kansas City, it's just like, all right, here, we're going to give you a dog shit show. Deal with it. That That sucks. sucks. I don't know. They come to Atlanta a lot. So probably because Atlanta is a major hub and it's a big city. Yeah. uh, Well, like I was telling Gears, it's it's a major airport hub. So, like, there's a good chance you come to Atlanta to a go home show. All your talent can get on a plane and get to wherever the, uh, uh, the the pay-per-view is that weekend yeah yeah uh our our stadium's like really close to an airport too but we never get like yeah, we, we never get i mean no offense but the, the, the kansas city airport isn't like a major hub for a major that's that airport. <laughs> like this is delta this is delta's like main you're right, you're right. You, you know like this is literally where delta is headquartered <laughs> is in atlanta so I mean, yeah, we don't really have their game. damn name all over our fucking baseball stadium. So. <laughs> yeah, like, I need to just move to a, like a different state entirely, just so I could get. But but then I leave like my local promotions who actually are worth watching. Okay. No, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for that. How about that? <laughs> That's fair enough. Nice. I, I said, do I said D-Rod some other shows. I don't know if he's checked them out yet, but I honestly think you would somewhat like them. I, I know there's a few guys that you wouldn't like, but apart from that, they try to maintain seriousness and their talent is talent and not just people doing stupid shit. Okay. Has anybody ever brought a light tube into the uh, into the ring? Nope. No light tubes there. There has been how one. Often do, how often do they send people through tables? Once in their entire career, once in this entire nice. restart of the promotion, they had one street fight. The feud actually called for it because it was such a heated feud. There was a great double turn done at it, and it didn't get ridiculous. Okay, well, send me send send me something. Send me something on YouTube. Well, I, 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 I want to see if I can find uh, the tag team that I was talking about. They're called the Howlets. They are really fucking good. They're like right up your alley. Even though they're face now, but like as heels, they were fantastic and they're still doing a good job. I'll watch it. Anyway, let's move on. What D Rod, what did you have? I gave my number five uh, and talked about it was Halloween Kills while y'all was gone. Halloween Kills. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't have it at number five, but um, I can't. We didn't even get to respond. Did you have like really bad takes about it and that's why you did it while both of us weren't on the air? No, no, no. I love Halloween Kills. I actually talked about okay. how I was surprised that a lot of people did not like it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't like absolutely love it, but like I don't really have any complaints about it. That's why I kind of like yeah. My mine's number my number six is Halloween Kills. I don't have your much else six to add. Your number five. Halloween Kills is my number six. I haven't got to my number five yet. Okay. All right. Well, what's your number five then? I am ready for D Rod to shoot me in the face. Oh lord! Uh, that, that's not a Halloween movie. That's just something that you <laughs> fantasize about. Uh, you're not wrong. Getting shot in the face is, sounds pretty ideal. Uh, joking aside, uh, but I have number four. Oh lord! Halloween four oh, return. Shoot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got the same one for number five. I what? gave it a B plus. Oh, yeah. Look, uh, right, look Daniel going. Harris can only carry this movie as far as she could. Donald Pleasance did a great job. Daniel Harris really, really carries this movie. I think mm -hmm. she's super good, but there, there's just, there is a lot of convoluted shit in this that I don't like. I, like I said, the the mask in this movie looks awful, which is not necessarily their fault. You know, they weren't allowed to use what the like the essentially the, the, mask. the iconic that you know one and two had. But yeah, like I, like I said. You know, Danielle can only do as much as she could. And being a child actress, being the one who's really carrying this movie is kind of oh, yeah. crazy. Well, but. I mean, it also, again, like the one downfall for this one for me, like really the only downfall for me is Michael going after a child because yeah. that's just like, that's not Michael Myers. Like we've seen, we saw that in the first movie is it, he, he doesn't kill kids. Even in, um, the uh the 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 well we'll get to it in a little bit but uh the the laurie strode chronicles halloween like he doesn't kill children so uh yeah that mine was returned to uh, halloween four uh just uh it, it wasn't bad like the, all the all the kills were cool michael was cool they didn't really again they didn't really try to explain anything just you know, like Michael kills people and he's after this girl for some reason. And we don't really know, like the end of it was fantastic. Like if they had just ended the whole series right there, this would probably be the best, uh, uh, slasher they, they series ever, you know, they honestly should have, because I, uh, apart from, you know, the newer, like kind of reintroducing of these movies, I, yeah. you know, I don't care for the other ones as much. And if they ended it here, I wouldn't have been mad. And it, I would probably look at this series with a lot higher regard if they have. Because I think the the dumps that this movie, ha that this franchise has really are like, they're definitely like some of the, would it be the strongest dumps or the weakest dumps? I don't know, because I'm looking at it like if you look at the dumpy movies, you look at the, okay, let's say anything that's a C or below on my list. You got the Halloween remake and H2O, which are both in their own rights, uh, you know, entertaining enough movies. They're not awful. Uh, the only three bad ones you got are what? Revenge of Michael Myers. Curse of Micro Milers and uh, Rob Zombie's uh, sequel, you know, Fucktwad. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> which like, I literally, I literally, uh, I'd never seen that movie. And I immediately, when I was done watching it, uh, uh, sent D-Rod a message on Discord and was like, what in the ever-loving titty fuck was that? Because <laughs> it yeah, was like, so bad. Like, like, that's how it was when I was like, okay, so I haven't seen uh, Six, H2O, and Resurrection and forever so i'm gonna go back and rewatch these and you're like oh enjoy and i'm like i won't and then like i was like immediately after watching six i was like yeah i was right yeah but then you watch resurrection and you were like holy shit that was so much fun yeah yeah, yeah. i had a good time watching that one uh resurrection resurrection is 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 one of those movies you can sit down with your pals on the six pack and really just enjoy the movie 
and, and, and watch yeah. it and laugh at it and because there's moments where you're supposed to laugh at it but there's also like the, when michael kills the cameraman with the thing in the throat like just mm. and you got it on camera and they don't notice like that's good like that's that's yeah. classic yeah. halloween type kills you know like see resurrection is a lot like to me it's like resurrection freddy's dead and Jason X. They're just those movies to sit around with friends and just have a good time watching. Don't take it seriously. They're not meant to be taken seriously. Jason X, which I'm 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 pulling out of that episode because I know you guys are getting somebody else in. But Jason X you has my all-time favorite my all-time fra- favorite Friday the 13th kill when he zips the girl up in the goddamn sleeping bag and beats her to death against the tree. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the funniest shit I've ever seen in a horror movie in my entire fucking life. Okay, wait. Are we talking about the part seven one where it's like one time or the time when it's him in the this, simulation and Jason X where the, the simulation goes in a sleeping. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, fuck. Where were we now? Oh, yeah. D Rod. Oh, yeah. D Rod, what's your number five? I already gave it. Halloween Kills. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so now we're on that's number right. four. Now we're on number four. Yeah, My number four is Halloween Kills. <laughs> um, I gave this one, I gave this one an A minus. Um, mainly because the, the end is a little like, you know, he's becoming evil in fear itself. And I'm like, you know, like they're starting to tread into that trying to make Michael make sense territory, which I hate. Yeah. But then again, he does get shot in the chest like four times and like <laughs> stabbed in the spine and fucking you got to explain something to get him to come back from that. Yeah. Though, if you actually look at where he got shot, most of where he got shot is in the shoulder, the upper chest and shoulder area. So he probably wouldn't have even punctured a lung. It probably just would have fucked up his shoulder blade. And where he got stabbed is still in the upper shoulder area. So it still probably wouldn't have even hit a lung. Uh, That makes me think of the question. Do you think Michael Myers feels pain? Yes. Fair enough. Because it's like, yeah, like, because, like, I just imagine it's like, okay, <laughs> and just moving on. Like, uh, it's not going to bother There are points in some of the movies where he gets stabbed or he gets hurt and he stumbles backwards or he, like, grabs that body part. So, yeah, that's true. I, I, yeah. You know, I think he feels pain, but I think his psychosis whatever the psychosis is that drives him to kill people and return to his childhood home uh, <laughs> is over overpowers that. If that makes any sense. Honestly, yeah. Uh, complete. Uh, yeah. Anything else to add on uh, four or on your uh, number four before Halloween I Halloween kills. No, I loved, but I loved it when he killed the daughter. Oh my God. I was like, yes, kill yeah. this dumb bitch. <laughs> She Uh, she was so, like, just the whole time, I'm just like, you are so wishy-fucking-washy and, like, you do not belong in this universe. Why are you still alive? Like, (laughs) I was sad that he killed every, all the fucking people that survived his original fucking attack. Yeah, he killed all of them. (laughs) That's a little sad. Like, why why, why you gotta kill Anthony Michael Hall, man? He's like... 
Like, he's just the nerdy kid from fucking Breakfast Club. And <laughs> uh, he was he, he was on the Dead Zone TV show, man. Come on. I feel like what it was missing a movie. And you I'm- know what it was. You know what it was. It was revenge for what he did at the end of 16 Candles to that cheerleader. Have you ever Wait, Bob, was that your number five? My number five? No, my, that wasn't my number four. We're on number four now. Yeah, number four. Okay, because now I feel like one of one of us are missing a movie. Because I have four left, and those ones haven't been covered yet. By anybody. Okay, just... Yep. And I covered Tell Kills me what your me. number four is. My number four is the 2018 the oh uh, Halloween the Laurie Strode Chronicles I guess I don't know if that's like the title but... I don't know that's what I've been calling it because there's <laughs> it's just called Halloween and I'm like yeah, I'm, well, I can't confuse it, it with yeah, the original yeah, it's so. the, the David Gordon Green movie is what you're saying here okay right? I'm not going to say all that I like saying Laurie Strode Chronicles <laughs> better it makes it sound <laughs> well, well Bob's yeah, um, come up with his own name so the Laurie Strode Chronicles <laughs> yeah and uh so that's that one, and uh, I don't have much to. Why add. was that one number? Why was that one number four? Why that I not better than kills? Three? I liked it better than kills. That's uh, and my top. Oh wait, that's right. You co- you you covered uh, part two earlier. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did. I did. that's where yeah, that's where I got confused. So I think we're all set. Uh, I, I thought you haven't covered it yet, and I kind of was like, off. no, I don't dislike this one or anything uh i think again it's that level of cinematography that's not there and it with it trying to become technically a direct sequel to one even though it's like however many fucking years later it doesn't necessarily have that same feel that i want i want the camera to be further away like it's stalking the characters Mm -hmm like Michael Myers has. And that's literally my only complaint about this movie. Uh, And as weird as it is, I didn't like how, I don't know if it's the framing or what, where Michael Myers is just sitting there while he's getting burned to to quote unquote death. Yeah. Uh, Like it's not necessarily a bad scene. And I like the, like of that existing, just showing how Michael is. Yeah. I just, something about the shot itself I didn't like and it felt off but I I, I can't explain what I didn't like about it I just thought it was weird weirdly shot or whatever that's about it for my number four what did you have for number four uh, number four got Halloween number two Um, oh the sequel yes the sequels number four Um, why is that why is why didn't make you your top three? Didn't make my top three because the top three are the top three, and that's the bottom line. But here's the thing about Halloween two. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just answer the damn question, D-Rod. You love me. We're not Bob. cutting promos. You love me, Bob. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. Halloween two. Love the ha- I love the hospital setting. Mm-hmm. But. When you go from a masterpiece to this, it's just kind of a letdown. I don't know. And I, I mm-hmm. think Michael feels different in this one than in the first film. 
I don't know why. Mm -hmm. It just does for me. Feels like I, I fully do agree with you uh, on him feeling differently. And like I said, my reasoning for having it high as like as high as I do is that it just I'll get to it. You'll get to it when you when we get there. Go ahead, D Rod. But no, Halloween two. I love the film, but when you come down to picking apart each film, we get this close to top three. It's gotta. It's be, little things. It's the little things exactly. It's gotta be number mm -hmm. four for me. Uh. But I still love it. All right. Well, we'll continue with that with you, D-Rod. And what was your number three pick then? Now we're getting into Treading Waters. Number three. <laughs> we're splitting uh, hairs. Is we're, this we're splitting hairs. And uh, number three, which Gears just kind of talked about it. And I don't. I don't fully understand gears on what you was talking about, the cinematography. I mean, that's your own personal opinion, but number three is Halloween 2018 for me. Yeah. Um, I love I love how they took this film and Blumhouse and just took it and, I don't know, they made their own thing out of a Michael Myers film and it's not like the original. It's not like anything else has got Laurie Strode in it yeah it's set so many years later but they've done their own thing and I think it does it very well and I remember sitting in the theater watching it and like this is amazing and I don't know what it was about it I still to this day think I can interchange but I'm not going to Halloween 2018 in my number two mm -hmm. um I just, I just like love number two. Huh? No, he said you could exchange this I one for his number two. Come on, Gears. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, uh, no, the mic of Discord was kind of glitching out there, and I thought he just said it was his number two, and I was like, wait, I think we missed one. Okay. <laughs> Be good. Gears, need to get a line. Um, <laughs> okay. No, 2018. I love it. That's yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm going to second you there. My number three is also uh, Halloween, uh, the the Laurie Strode story or, or Halloween 2018 or whatever you want to call it. The Chronicles. Um, yeah, the Laurie Strode Chronicles. I like that. I mean, I'm sorry. I Maybe do. Maybe we like, should it, trademark that. But uh, uh, it well, wouldn't Laurie do anything. Is already we, could get, we could get Red, Ref <laughs> Aubrey to do our uh, DCMAs, though. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> we got, I mean, it's, it's such to me, it logically fills in. If you just take the original Halloween movie, it logically fills in everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that her PTSD and, and the daughter wanting to get away and thinking it's all a bunch of bullshit and the granddaughter wanting to reconnect with her grandmother and like not really knowing how much of her mom is just being crazy or how much of her grandmother is being crazy. Like it, it all works. And then when Michael comes, when Michael escapes and the shit hits the fan and everything goes to fuck all, like it's just, it's good. And I love the swerve of Michael's doctor, like being a bloodlusting, like wannabe serial killer. Like it just, you see what I'm saying? Like they yeah. like, 
Like they got me. They they completely like hooked me in, hook line and sinker with this movie, and like I didn't know what to expect, and I kind of wanted to like it, but they like made me love it and like be like, this is a great addition to the Halloween film franchise, and I'm glad they made it. Which mm -hmm. I can't say that for some of the other entries yeah. in this in this uh, film franchise, but definitely this one. I've just I was like, this is this is so good, and Jamie Lee Curtis is perfect. She's absolutely fucking perfect. Oh yeah, is is is, is, is the older Laurie Strode. It's the only like I don't want to say like the whole like nostalgia baiting kind of thing that all these remakes that are doing now, uh, but I think like with Laurie Strode, it makes sense with Sally Hardesty in the newest one, especially since it's a completely different actress too, didn't make any sense Don't talk for the character. It's Texas not I'm going to say... I'm going to say this. But we'll get to that later. We'll get that in a I'm going to say this, just and, and, and you guys may agree or disagree, but I've said this since they started remaking shit in the early 90s. They've been remaking Shakespeare for centuries reimagining it, redoing it, redoing the language, putting it in different time periods. Why should we think that the story, the great stories of our lifetime should be any different and that they shouldn't be remade or that somebody shouldn't reimagine them? You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't disagree with that. And I know with these uh, two uh, list of nightmare and how we kind of make it seem like I'm just this, grumpy bitch who hates remakes and there are a lot of remakes that are done extremely extremely well so like i, I really not like that it's just it's on maybe i want to say it's like these two that are definitely like ones that i just really really hate uh Can i say something but like when we get into the friday the 13th yeah. i'm gonna talk super highly about the remake yeah but, can i say something can i say something <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm 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 affecting okay, okay. a voice. Uh, no, I just like. Well, number one, I like the the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I know it got panned really bad, but I think in another ten years, people are going to look back on it and be like, hey, you know, that really wasn't a bad remake. It, you know, stayed pretty true to the story, and yeah, it didn't have Don Robert England in it, but Robert England is kind of old as shit so <laughs> yeah, yeah you like, gotta have somebody new play the part and it wasn't yeah, like, like they like completely betrayed the the freddy krueger character or anything you know uh was it the best possible remake ever no was it done way too soon after the first one yes but you know for i'm i'll, I'll give them a a a, a, a b minus for effort at least like they didn't like they didn't f completely fuck the whole thing up and make it stupid like Rob Zombie did with Halloween H2. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> with, with the Halloween one, or not Halloween, but the Night Around Elm Street one, I, you know, I, I stayed, stayed the facts of what I liked about it, and I thought it did bring a lot of really cool aspects, and I think that Robert England is not as irreplaceable as we make him out to be. But, I mean, there was a lot of stuff I didn't like about that. But that's going to keep us off track. And, we should, and we've already been here for almost two hours. 
Well, who cares? People, dude, this is a, this is an entertaining podcast. People will still, do people listen to Jim Cornette talk for five and a half fucking hours straight, even doing commercials. So, listen exactly. to us. I'll, I'll stay. I'll, I'll stay out of that one. Or else um, we, yeah, we, we don't need to hear what you have to say. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, so my number three, we're gonna have. We're going to have just a lot of my, my list from this point on is pretty parallel. Okay. Uh, my number three is number three. And three. Yeah. Uh, three and two were like alternating like day, daily, like which one I put where. Yeah. That is so interchangeable for me on this part of the list. Uh, I adore everything with this one. The only thing that like really convinced me to put this one step down is a lot of the the romance parts of this. It feels romance. really creepy. <laughs> the, like, romance. The, the romance marks. quotations. Big fucking quotation marks around that. <laughs> it's it's you mean, fucking. You mean yeah, the it's daughter weird. of the guy who disappeared hooking up with the drunk doctor, that romance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Obviously, you couldn't see it because it's an audio-only podcast. I'm over there with, like, quotations. Uh, and, yeah, it's just... That's really weird and takes me out of it. But I, I love this whole concept. And if I'm honest, I know I said they should have... I mean, they could have ended it after four, and I would have been happy. But if they ended it after two, and they just did this whole thing of... I guess the quote-unquote original plan which is also debated, so I don't know. Random movies about Halloween, random yeah, horror movies about Halloween. I, th I think, especially with Carpenter at the helm, I think that would have been something really interesting to see. And I kind of wish we got that, at least to some extent, whether just under a different name. And then they kept the franchise going, however, but Carpenter still went and made this anthology thing. I would have loved to have seen, but... I mean, yeah, you know, that would be a great idea for an HBO show would be because, uh, you know, remember uh, a few years ago, I forget if it was HBO or Cinemax or Showtime that did like the, the Masters of Horror, like anthology series where everybody made like an hour long, like like horror movie in their genre. Like they got a uh, uh, um, Daria and Gento and and I'm going to talk uh, about a lot later. I'm gonna talk a lot later in this because that's something I've been kind of leading up to a lot. But uh, yeah, you guys go ahead with your uh, number threes. Okay. What was your number three, D. Rod? I thought I said my number uh, is 2018. Okay, oh, so yeah. you had the same one as me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so if we're on the number two, and you mentioned Dario Argento, I will get into mine. With that, with, to avoid me trying to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to all go. But yeah. Uh, but my number two, keeping with the parallel theme, part two. And it's because I am a massive Dario Argento fan. He's my all time favorite director. Mm -hmm. I love Giallo films, and this movie mm -hmm. is very Giallo inspired. And that's why I love it so much. Like, especially with uh, Nurse Alvis's kill, where like uh, you just see like all of her blood and it's very vibrant just all over the floor so so argento inspired i didn't even and think about that i need to go rewatch that movie then 
and that's uh, that's it's kind been, of like my biggest thing on why I love this. Well, also the the wide camera shots of Lori running around outside in the rain outside of the uh, yeah. uh, the hospital, and I didn't even think about that. Like I didn't put two and two together till you said that. And now I'm like, holy shit, that does like that's very like that that style that like you know wide camera with like one little tiny person moving about it and everything else is just like stone fucking still like yeah, yeah that that wow i i i need to go back and rewatch that movie it might end up being higher up on my list later <laughs> uh oh for me halloween 3 like I'm sorry, that movie is so good. It is so good and so bad and so wonderful and awful and just like it's the perfect, it's the absolute perfect movie to get just high as shit and watch because it makes no fucking sense. It really yeah, makes no sense. It doesn't. So like, glad I got it. It's like resurgence. Like there's a there's the one scene and this is the thing that got me like this is the thing that hooked me about this movie and made me think this movie's fucking brilliantly stupid um because that's really what i think it is i think it's it's meant to be stupid on its own in its own right uh because the whole premise of it is just like the premise of it is legitimately scary but on the same note is like the fuck would you actually like like, like you're gonna ship shit you know, customs to ship shit through customs. Like they're going to examine it and they're not going to find the fucking microchips and the fucking <laughs> tags and shit. But, um, don't ask but, questions. Once you ask questions, oh, yeah. the movie's not for. Yeah. But the greatest thing, the like, greatest line in my, in this movie is when the, the, the big baddie, when I can't remember his name is talking to the doctor. Uh, uh Colonel he's Costa. not even, what was that? Colonel Cochran, I believe. Yeah. Something like yeah. That. When he's talking to him and he's got him tied up and he's like, that's one of the stones from Stonehenge. Boy, you should hear the story about how we got it over here. And then he never tells the damn story. And I'm like, what <laughs> brilliant. It's so brilliant. Just this whole like, all right. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Here we go. Here's just giant expedition. Dump. Nope. Just completely never fucking love that. It. <laughs> Oh god, it's so fucking bad. And then the end, all oh, the end with the fucking like uh uh <laughs> what's his face, the actor, the poor man's powers booth, which that's what I think of him the whole time. I'm like, this is the poor man. This is the powers booth should have been the 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 main character or the main actor in this, but and he's just screaming, stop it, take it off. And like it just cuts to black. <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? Yes, <laughs> it's so good. It's so I good. love that. I love how this movie is just getting like like it was so despised like ten years ago, and now it's like everybody just talks about how much they love it, and I'm so happy. Mm. Well, it's a cult movie. It really is. Like yeah. like it's it's the same as like the room or. Uh, I'm trying to think of another movie, even Rocky Horror. I mean, originally people hated Rocky Horror Picture Show, and now it's like one of the like most beloved movies of all time. Yeah. You know, thank you for uh, your culture. Yes, thank you, thank you very much. Because oh, uh, here, here's an interesting thing you'll you'll love this. Gears. When I was in high school, 
I was obsessed with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Huh? Imagine that. Um, so <laughs> I had I had the tape uh, and the CD in my car. It, it dances like the DJs would always have a CD player. You know what I mean? So we would, me and my friend, my, uh, uh, you know, drama, my friends in drama and math and all of that, all of my nerdy friends would all get together and we'd ask the DJ to play various tracks and we'd always do the time warp at the school dances in my little redneck town of Strasburg, Virginia with literally, what, what was it, 400 kids in the whole class. We would do the time warp in front of all of them and we'd all line up and do it and do it like it was a line dance and shit. And, and they like, just did not know. They had no clue what to think of what we were doing. <laughs> and I still like, I think back about that and I'm like, fuck you guys, you guys, you guys you know suck because now all of them would be like, Oh yeah, we thought it was really cool. And I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. You thought we were weird. <laughs> See, yeah. The craziest thing is thinking back to like my high school, which is still about, almost 10 years ago now i think actually i'm not mathing my head right now but like yeah so it'd be about you know between like 10 and like 10 10 years ago is when i started high school yeah so oh, uh, i remember those days yeah so my high school diploma is now old enough to drink oh my god <laughs> yeah uh and the craziest thing is thinking back to like mine my high school dances they like time warp would be like a staple at every one of them mm. and just the whole thing would do that it's kind of crazy to think of how different would that would have been back then mm. okay it was because this was 1998 97 96 and we're not just doing that one i mean we're doing time warp we're doing uh uh we would usually do uh uh I would always try to get them to do uh, "Sweet Transvestite," the uh, uh, because I just uh, that song is so good. It's so good. It's such a good fucking song. I'm sorry, or I can make you a man. Like just these, like because it was, it it was a way to just poke our nose at the fucking the the jocks and the fucking cheerleaders and all these people that fucking looked down on us because we weren't like them and we didn't like the music that they liked and like you know because like these are the people who bullied us and shit so it was like you know it's like thumb our nose like fuck you you know <laughs> anyway sorry um yeah so dear rod you're number two number which two. i think you're gonna get killed. You're gonna get killed. It's either going to get you killed, or you're gonna make a smart move and sw and switch your actual one and two around. What are you talking about, Gears? Because I know you told me before. You told me which one's your favorite, and I'm making, I'm, and I'm and I'm watching you right now to see if you're going to make that change so you don't get killed, or if you're gonna stick to your fucking guns. <laughs> And get yourself killed. Okay, I'm gonna be go right ahead. Good. Oh, hey, I, I don't hey, know, Bobby. Hey, I want to be here hey, for this. Halloween. The original is number two on my list. At least proud of you for sticking to your guns. <laughs> <sighs> oh, you gotta love it because it's number two. And years thought I was gonna turn face, but no. Rewatched them, gears. And it's still number two. 
Yeah, you know what, dear Rod? I'll give it to you. You got some balls. <laughs> I would say, balls. I would say I'm disappointed, but you got to have a high expectations to be disappointed. <laughs> right. so. Like it's just like I'm just here. On one hand, you're like, is he gonna do it? But on the other hand, like it's D Rod. What do you expect? <laughs> Again, D-Rod does stuff for the heat. He doesn't do it to, to because it's actually what he thinks. He does it because he's going to get reaction out of it. I, I know. Like, I, I point that out almost every episode. I don't know I what know. you're talking about. This is my... It's the same reason why he thinks freaking... Uh, um, uh, the, what is, is it? The, the the second Star Trek movie is one of the best ones ever, and I'm like, the you're so Star out of your Trek. fucking. What are you I'm gonna about? say it's the mo- it's, it's not one Star of the Trek most Star Wars ones. ones. Oh, okay. I was gonna say for talking about Rathacon, I was like, I mean, Rathacon is one of no, the no, most. No, no, Rathacon. Like... I'm sorry. I'm, you you got to give me, you got to give me a little leeway here. Like, you don't fire that's glass number four right there <laughs> that I just poured. So <laughs> we're okay, you're fine. We're, uh, we're dri- we're driving that train home. Yeah, I was surprised how close our lists are. That never happens, especially with three people, and our lists are like only like a few movies apart. I guess aside from my putting number four where I did compared to D Rod, but yeah, go ahead. Nobody cares mm-hmm. about Star Trek. Nobody cares about do 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 do. What? Huh? Nobody, what? Cares. Nobody cares about that Silver Shamrock. Everybody cares about Silver Shamrock. That is a great movie. <laughs> and it is. It's so much fun. I'm sorry. My wife hates it, but I love it. Halloween, Halloween. 3. <laughs> she just said, oh, God. <laughs> See, somebody's smart. Uh, you didn't even have Halloween 3 that low, though. <laughs> That's no, the funniest point. No, no, to make no, 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 no. But how, you can't put it up here, though. Honestly, most people do. So I think you're in the minority here, that. D-Rod, as usual. Well, I mean, well, let, let, let now let, let's be honest. Consensus is not a, a basis for for right or wrong <laughs> just you're because right, a lot right. of people think something doesn't mean that it's right <laughs> we've yeah, seen I'm that several, several times play out in our country over the past six years that's that, that's very true and very much a different hopefully a different thing uh, as opposed to just opinions on movies uh he loves it it's awesome Number one. You still on your number My two? My wife agrees with you, D-Rod. What about what? Halloween three? Yeah, why is Halloween two better than Halloween one, D-Rod? Uh, what are you talking about? He doesn't have that. Oh wait, he said Halloween he, one. He went through his number. Number. Number two. No, 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 no. My number one is Halloween four. four. Oh, there what? we go. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? that's why I said I, I knew it, and I'm like, is he gonna stick to his guns and actually say part four is better than number he's got one? The best in because that's a ballsy fucking he's move. Got the best scene you're in all of Halloween whole, is the you're end basing of the, scene. the whole movie experience on one scene at the I end of the fucking movie. The whole, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no
Donald Pleasant's the whole. Oh, like, yo, okay, all right. I'm, just, I'm gonna. You know what? Here, here. You know what? I'm uh, gonna mute I, and I'm gonna just let you talk. Microphone. I'm gonna let you talk and be no, wrong no. about Halloween Four being the best uh, Halloween uh, movies. Go ahead. Yeah, Halloween Four is the best because guess what? You got the best in the secrets. You got the best sequence in all the Halloween movies at the end of the movie. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, oh you got this kill. Oh, you got this scene. No, 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 no. And then you got Donald Pleasant throughout the whole movie. He also should have won an Oscar for it. He's I mean, just an amazing performance. Michael Myers killed. You got the in the house when he's got the shotgun. It's, that's an amazing sequence, too. That might be number two on my all-time list of scenes. I mean, this movie, in my opinion, every time I watch it, is the epitome of Michael Myers. I love it. And here, Bob, you know, Bob, he's going to come back. Well, he, he was chasing around the kid. He's trying to kill the kid. I, one time did I see the knife go near the kid. I only saw her touch him, and that was it. I never saw Michael Myers stab the kid, try to stab the kid. Can you please rephrase that again and never say that Michael Myers touched the kid ever again? Hey, I never said that my dislike of number four, which was number five on my list, by the way, so don't, like... Paint me as somebody who's like, oh my god, this is the worst movie ever. I gave it a goddamn B plus, so shut the fuck up. I was gonna say, this I put it here too, and just like number two movie, but number two again, your entire argument, literally your entire argument, is it's got the best ending. It's got the best ending sequence. Yeah, and that's a lot yeah, of people's that, arguments. That doesn't make up for the rest of the fucking movie. Which is not what's, that fucking what's good. What's wrong with the rest of the movie, Bob? It's me. It's mid. It's mid. It's mediocre. No, it it's is not. not. Go back and watch it again. With the rest, it with is. Halloween, like the very best fucking slasher movie ever fucking made, oh my in goodness. my opinion, it's not even on par with the fucking first movie. I'm sorry. You're at way all. off you the have, at all. You have no and you're doing this just to rile no, us up. No, I am not. Gears will tell you, you have had this okay. opinion for years. I will give to you that. He has had this opinion for years. And that's why, that's why I was like... What? 22 years old? How many years could you matter, have had Bob, this opinion? The free, this, this film is the best film. Okay? Bottom line. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's not, okay. even, it's not even the best film. And you film. sit here and put Halloween 3 I'm number sorry. 2 and you all sit here it, and come after me. favorite. Look, look, you can call it your favorite movie, and I can respect that because it's your favorite one out of the franchise. But if you call it the best film, that's completely fucking bullshit fucking bonkers because then we're getting into actual film study. And oh, Lord, believe me, study. like that movie would not. You don't stand want me to get into film study. Have you Let's seen me do in no film study? Back when it was well, the you said it was the best film. Well, Those film are study number three, if we want to do film, film study. I mean, obviously, if we're just talking about basing it off of no film one saying alone, that, no one's saying that number three is a great film. No one has said no, that. We We've said it's a great movie. It. It's a fun movie. Okay, look, you you say that Halloween four is the best film. 
which means it's the best cinematic film. It's the best cinematic oh, yeah, I love it. masterpiece of the whole franchise. It's your popcorn. That, See, if we're just talking about well. film, one is the only movie worth a shit about talking about. If we're talking about what is a good film as opposed yeah. to a good movie, we can only bring up one and the rest are awful in terms of film cinematography and stuff like that i we would go over this a lot when it was the extra cast and i was like oh i have a great idea we'll have d-rod who has unfiltered opinions and then i'm gonna be all smarky and snobby and be like oh we're only gonna i'm only gonna talk about what makes it a film and I thought that would be a nice little parallel to go off of, and that was an awful idea because I just sounded like the biggest douchebag in the history of the world. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, Bob and I are obviously going to share number one being Halloween 1. It's, yeah. it's a perfect it's slasher film. It's fantastic. It is the only slasher film that I have in my top five horror movies of all time. I, I would say... In my opinion, it is probably the single greatest horror movie ever made. And I really like, I like, I, I, that takes into account a lot. And I've watched a shit ton of horror movies in my in my day, but it it stands up next to the likes of like uh, the original Night of the Living Dead, um, and the original Alien. Which I'm sorry, the original Alien is a horror movie. It's no, not a sci-fi yes, movie. It's a horror movie. movie. The original Alien is a horror movie. Anything after that is a sci-fi action film. Yes, um, it stands up to the likes of those, and and it is. It's a beautifully shot movie. It's atmospheric. There's no background music, so everything feels very real and very in your face. Uh, the the way the action plays out, especially towards the end where Laurie's, like I said, running through the streets screaming and people are locking their doors and turning off their porches because they think she's either playing a prank or she's fucking crazy. Like, it it all works. It, everything about that movie works 100 fucking percent. Like, even down to, like, the way she, she hits him with the fucking... Uh, the coat hangers and I'm sorry if you've ever been hit with a coat hanger and unfortunately I have been those motherfuckers oh, hurt. Thanks, Dad. yeah yeah those motherfuckers hurt like a motherfucker they do are not fun to get fucking hit with like so it's it it just it all is it and it's realistic it's it's it it you know, here a, a, a what twenty-something-year-old man escapes a, a a mental hospital and returns to his childhood home, and and dis, and starts stalking these random teenagers that look like his sister. If you notice, if you really notice the blonde, especially the blonde in the uh, uh, the Halloween franchise, the 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 original, the the cheerleader looks like Michael Myers' sister that he kills at the very beginning of the movie. So, and hey, they both had their tits out when they died. Well, yeah, so. that's true. That's true. <laughs> they both did. And also, again, like, I want to say, again, gratuitous nudity is always, like, encouraged in horror films. 
<laughs> I say slasher films. I, I slasher know, films, yes. Yeah, yeah like at least cover three people break. have to die, and you gotta see at least one set of boobs, and uh, um, the person who lives has to be a virgin. Isn't that the rules? So I'm not similar to that. I know both Scream and uh, Behind the Mask cover that. Which if you guys haven't seen Behind the Mask, watch it. Fantastic. Yeah, I want to do the Scream series next. I would love to do the Scream series. I've never seen the Scream series. I've only you seen the first seen one, and that was just like a last week. Yeah, no, I'd never seen the first one wow. until like last week. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I was never, I was, it, it was one of those things that I just was like, eh, whatever. Oh, this seems stupid. Like, you know, like self aware horror movies. Like, it was like, eh, whatever. But okay, my if you wife like was like, horror movies, you won't like behind the mask. My it, wife okay. was like, my wife was like, you really need to watch it. You'll really enjoy it. And I really did. Yeah. And I took that off of, I took that recommendation off of her because. I didn't want to watch the Paranormal Activity series, and she got me to watch those, and I absolutely love those first four movies. Oh, my God. What a I'll great be honest, horror film. What was that? I said, I'll be honest, first three. I didn't care for four and beyond, but that's just me. Or wait. No, four, because four was the one with were, uh, with the kid, with the little boy, right? One with, like, the Xbox Connect oh. and all, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. fantastic. That was really, really good shit. I maybe I might have to go back and rewatch that one because I think I watched it. I think it was still in high school, maybe actually, because I don't know when that came out. Hey, but Bob, is four yeah, you should you should go the, back and rewatch. Uh, is four the one at the end where the uh, they're all surrounding the girl? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Probably it's my a cut favorite. scene at the very end. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I guess I'll have to give it another chance because I, I think, think I gave up on it. I think two is probably my favorite. The yeah. uh, the sister, the sister's family, like that's just fucking crazy. Yeah. And then like the jump scares in broad daylight when you don't expect it, and there's yes. no build up to it. Perfect. That's how you do a jump scare. You don't the scene, anticipate. It. The anticipation is what ruins a jump scare. The scene where the sister goes into the fucking kitchen and the whole goddamn kitchen explodes <laughs> at fucking once. And you're just like, what the actual fuck just happened? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I, I love that shit. It, it fucking, it just, it all plays into each other and it has a story and it's telling a story. Again, if you can get, if you can work demonology into a horror film, like I'm all about it. Like I've suddenly become way more interested, especially if you can get me like, some scenes with people like in libraries looking through old books and like discovering and putting old pictures together and like yeah. putting like histories together and starting to figure shit out. Like that was one of my favorite things about the ring was all the fucking research and the old video and stuff you, that they uh, watch. Like I love that. You ever watch Sinister Bob? Sinister? Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I haven't. Yeah, you should. It's really I good. I will definitely put that on your recommended list. Okay. See, I love paranormal horror. I used to despise it because I thought it was just all... I was definitely one of those people, oh, it's all just jump scare bullshit with, like, no story. And, which can be true for a lot of ones, but, like, what, like paranormal horror that is done 
really, really well and where they actually craft out a story behind things that don't just kind of shoehorn in shit are really fucking good. And I was wrong to not check out a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I, uh, um, well, you've seen the, what, what is the, is it the, the possession? Is that the one with the Dybbuk box? Uh, uh, I think it might be the possession. That's where a little, weird. little boy gets a little boy or a little girl gets possessed because they buy or they inherit a fucking jewelry box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it sounds right. I know a movie you're talking about. I think it is called The Possession. I've seen uh, the okay. actual box that that story is based off of. Yeah, it's The Possession. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's at the, uh, with Zach, what's his face's uh, uh, horror museum in Las Vegas. Yeah. There's some ghost hunter, like Zach something or other. What is his name? Oh, the guy from Ghost Adventures? Yes. Well, th- that dude is a story in and of himself, but yeah. uh, no, well, I, he's got a museum in Las Vegas, and and I went there with my buddy because my buddy was really into it, and we got to see the original Dybbuk box. It's pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I definitely want to go. I because you gotta like you gotta sign a waiver before you even go into the museum. You know, they were like, oh, if any any if any spirits follow you out of the museum, like you can't come sue us. <laughs> And then, like, you get to the room where the Dybbuk box is at, and they're like, if anybody of you don't want to go in, you don't have to. And then you get there, and there's, like, like I don't know, it looked like, because the whole thing is, it, it's in a glass case, but the box itself is surrounded in salt. When there's, like, scrapes at the edge of the salt, both from the inside and the outside of the box, like, something's trying to get into it. I'm sure that it's probably set up. But it's still like a little like, what's going on here? Uh, like I, like I would want to go, but like how much of like the experience there is like a setup and that you would, or is it more just like here, like you're actually there looking at artifacts that were, that have haunting stories behind them that are really cool and creepy. Or no, is there, there's like, a, hey, there's way more of a haunted house. There's way more of that. Like there is a haunted house aspect to it where there's like, cause like you at at the very beginning, they determine that you're going to take one of three routes through the house, which the route you take through the house is like the middle part of it where you're either going to go through the circus, which is all fucking like clown horror shit, or you're going to go through, I don't know what else because we went through the circus part and I've never been back. But, uh, you go in, you look at Belly Lugosi's mirror, um, you uh, go in and you see, <coughs> sorry, the uh, the possessed doll and the fucking, the, I, I don't know how they do it or if it's real. I don't think it's real, but, you know, like, like you talk to it and the damn thing talks back to you or at least makes noise back to you because um, you can see it on the little, like, thing when the you can hear it in the little uh um like the 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 vibration thing from the noise anyway uh then you go in you look at all the uh uh there's a ton of artifacts from like serial killers and people on death row and shit like and then you go in and you see uh forget what the other thing was it's like there's a bunch of like like haunted like murder weapons and shit 
and then there's the Dybbuk box, and then that's pretty much it. Like, that's kind of the end of the thing. But I don't know. It's I mean, it's worth it. It's like, what, 30 bucks to go do the tour. It's not like... It's, and in Vegas, that's not a whole hell of a lot for like, well, yeah, that's you know, really for, cheap for after, like anything in Vegas. And they got a cool gift shop too. If you like to buy like shit that has skulls on it and stuff like that. Yeah, just, you know, just for the fuck of it and for the fact that we have more than the usual here today. And that I mentioned that, hey, what is my, uh, because it's the only one of my top five. I'm just going to quickly list off my uh, top five horror movies of all time. Oh, Jesus. Probably won't get to it. Oh, we but, opened uh, up a whole can of worms. Yeah, yeah I mean... Oh, goodness. Yeah, my, my, it, it's somewhat universal for a lot of people, but I do have a couple picks in there that aren't usually found in there. But my number one, which is just a personal thing, I don't think it's... You got to start at five. Film. You start at five and you build the one. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, okay, okay, fine, me. That's how you do a fucking list. Dave Letterman doesn't do the top ten list where he starts at number one and then goes to ten. No, he starts at ten just, and okay, works his way to one. I was just going to gonna list them off real quick. I wasn't going to, like, bring in, like, stories about it. But I was asking you to bring in stories, but you always start at the lowest and work to the highest. Unless you're doing like me where you're doing a best and worst of a pay-per-view and then you start with the best and you end with the worst because the worst is what people really want to hear because they want to hear you trash shit. I said I was just going to rapid fire, but okay. Uh, I lost my train of thought. For my number five, I have The Shining, which is usually a lot higher, but... A great movie. It's a great movie. Amazing. Uh, yes. Number four. Have you ever seen the uh, the the the, the pseudo documentary they did I about have. all the conspiracy theories? It's amazing. Yeah, it's so good. It, it it made me want to watch the movie again. Now every time I watch the movie, I see different shit that I never saw the, the time before. There's tons so of good. crap anyway, in that movie. Sorry. And then uh, so for number four, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which. I don't consider the first one to be a slasher. I think the rest are. The first one, I think it's, it's almost its own variety of horror that because it doesn't necessarily feel like a slasher to me. Like characters are actually good characters who have depth and personality to them. Number three. Yeah, I can agree oh. with that. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is it's it's almost its own fucking beast. And honestly, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is actually would be more rural horror or like mountain horror Appalachian horror even though it happens in Texas than than uh, 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 a a uh, a slasher film something like like wrong turn would be a direct uh, 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 a, a, a direct descendant of the the Texas chainsaw massacre yeah sure and then for my number three, I have Halloween, mm-hmm. which, you know, we just talked about. So, and also not gonna bring up more than we already have. Number two, The Exorcist, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this is usually everybody's like top. And then my number one, usually is a lot different than other people's. I don't really hear it being in the top five, but it's my favorite horror movie of all time. 
D-Rod out here. I think he's trying to talk because his he's thing is lighting up, but he's not saying anything. I'm giving caveats. Uh, but uh, my number one, or my favorite, is Suspiria. Oh, wow. Like, wow. I, like, I said, like I said, Argento is my favorite director of all time, and you know, Suspiria is definitely like... No, that's a great. That's a great horror movie. I love Argento. I'm. I'll be right back. I gotta mute myself because I don't want you guys to hear me pee. Valid. Suspiria. Hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it, but I just didn't. I don't expect it to be number one. But if you like it, there you go. Yeah, it's spectacular film. I. Oh, well, I guess we should probably wait for Bob for that. I was going to say, oh, well, I guess when Bob's gone, we can go, we can do the promotion part aspect of the <laughs> show. And then I was like, wait, we kind of need him to do his own shit. Yeah. Where'd you put Texas Chainsaw? Four? Four, yeah. yeah that's, like, good. that's good for your skills. <laughs> okay, like, two through five can basically be interchanged, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Uh, Throughout the entire list, just you know, the spear is my favorite. I recently rewatched it at work, and I was just so Did enthralled. Like oh, I, so I don't remember. I remember watching it when it came out, and then it I don't remember. Just a few years ago, didn't it? Twenty seventeen, I believe. Yeah. So, fuck. Oh, that's still kind of a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, true, but the passage of time. Sorry about that. You're good. So now you're back. Not that I'm okay. I just want to clarify. I was not sitting at my desk peeing, but I had to go down the hallway, and my microphone is so sensitive it picks up fucking everything. (laughs) You're you're fine. I don't think that was in anybody's like thing what they were expecting to happen, but okay. Okay. Well, no, there are. There are people that will literally go to wrestling shows and take a pee jug with them so they don't have to get up and go. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was next to one. That's fucking nasty. That's some fucking trailer park boy shit. The the, uh, guy on the other side of him like straight up punched him in the face. It was kind of funny. Oh, that's fantastic. I would love to do that to one of those neck beard motherfuckers. Yeah, they, they both got kicked out. And then I was like, hey, cool. More room for myself. (laughs) <laughs> right i could fucking lay down across like three chairs oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i knew I, I i was gonna move to the other guy's seat and then i was like he just pissed right here i'm gonna pass <laughs> that's true true very true <laughs> but yeah like see like that, that wasn't in my question because like for me i'm recording this in my room and my room is like two feet away from the bathroom so yeah, that's true. Well, I'm in the I'm I'm coming to you from the basement of the science building. Later on tonight, we'll have this star tracking next generation podcast where we talk about how great Captain McCord is and why Kirk is such a misogynistic douchebag. Later tonight on WFYI College Campus Radio. Sorry. How many times have you practiced that? Well, I've been doing that since I was like 16. 
They used to be, they didn't know, they used to be a bit one of the local radio people would do yeah. when they would talk about like nerds and geeks and shit. And I've just been like, I adopted, I was like, oh God, this is a great bit. And that's a great voice. And like, <laughs> I love the, I just still got my retainer in, but I got my braces off last week. <laughs> yeah, you remind, you, your, your voice reminds me of a certain character and I can't think of who it is and it's bothering me. But, no, my my favorite horror movie of all time, and will always be hands down, because it's well, it's the first horror movie I ever saw. It's iconic. It's beautifully fucking shot and shot with the string budget ever. Night of the Living Dead. That's fair. Night like, of like, I realized after doing my top five, I was like, "Fuck, I forgot the thing." Like and it also has the very first, and most people don't know this. It has the very first black hero in a movie, period. <laughs> like the yeah, very yeah. first black guy to be the hero of the fucking movie. Not a living dad, George George Romero. But I was gonna, I wanted to ask Gears, and I know we're winding things down here, but uh, I wanted to ask you. What you thought of the remake of Suspiria? I asked him that while you were gone. Up yeah, <laughs> yeah, but enough. Dear, just asked me about that. Uh, honestly, I don't remember because I remember I watched it when it came out, and I don't think I saw it again. And my memory is so fucked that I can't remember if I enjoyed it or not. I might have to go back and rewatch it tonight. I have nothing else to do. I I I love I I love Argento. Like I love his, uh, I even love his his Dracula films. Like uh, just everything he fucking does is just beautifully shot, does. and I love that because I now have somebody like yeah, like it's so beautiful. Like even when the the script is awful and the fucking plot line makes no goddamn sense, Our he still somehow creates a beautiful looking film out of it, which is and one of the things that makes Furious so good Ooh. is that. It's a really, really weird, fucking great fucking story, and it's beautiful to say. I'm sorry. I'm. I know I'm stepping all over your toes, and I'm trying not to, but I just want to get this shit out while I can. Anyway, oh, no, you're good. Go. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Like anytime we just get to like nerd over Argento, I'm gonna be excited to hear about it. Yeah, definitely my favorite director. And then him constantly working with Goblin for the soundtracks is just oh so good. I had the pleasure of seeing uh, Goblin live uh, about six years ago. Oh, so good. So good. So we were going to talk about this because this ties in with the Halloween theme of a, uh, a an HBO or a Showtime or a Cinemax or, uh, I mean, even a Roku or, or, or Amazon or somebody doing an anthology series of horror movies based around the Halloween holiday, kind of like the masters of horror series. Would, I mean, would that be something that, that you think would be profitable or people would be interested in? Cause I do, I think they would like, I think people would love it. Didn't trick or treat do that? Already? I say no. That's just an anthology movie. That's not a series. I know, but it's, it's still an like, anthology thing, and you know it's got what three or four. different Yeah, stories. but there's a difference between a a movie that is an anthology, which is usually just three 
fucking stories clammed together into a movie and called an anthology. And uh, like 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 an actual TV like hour long something more along like like I guess you you know like the Twilight Zone. I don't know why that name dropped out of my head, but like Twilight Zone X Files, Outer Limits, yeah. Like, so the, I mean, the lines of I would love it because because you guys, I mean, maybe you don't know there. There's there's the uh, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw any of them, but I think it was Showtime. Actually, they did the Masters of Horror anthology series. And like one of my favorite horror movies ever uh, is in that series called Cigarette Burns. And it has uh, the guy who plays Daryl in The Walking Dead in it as the main character and it's about um a a a film about nazis uh basically torturing and killing an angel and how that movie being watched affects the viewer and makes them kill themselves and like the the whole fucking story is just it's crazy is it's the exact type of thing that i'm into because i love like anytime you can like tie a horror movie back to a historical event and then like twist it and make it some sort of uh, 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 believable paranormal or mythological like basis. Like it's so good. So I was thinking, you know, they could do something like that with like a Halloween theme every year. Even if they want to do it like trick or treat, like three, four five directors, submit a little one-hour fucking movie to him. See, like, yeah, I would even be content if they did something like, uh, fuck, what was it called? I think it was like the ABCs of Death or something. Mm-hmm. Even if they did something like that where it was like... Oh, God, ABCs. Oh, you guys have, like... so weird. See, the, the, like, some segments of those were good and some were all, like, bad. The like, one where the guy the has to, one? like, the one where the guy has to orgasm over and over and over again to the weirder and weirder and weirder shit. Like, it's just yeah, fucking yeah, like, yeah. oh. Yeah, oh. So some of them are, like, gross and awful. Uh, but, like, but if they, even they did something like that where it's, like. The spider one was really good. Directors doing, like, uh, 20, or not even 20, like, 5 to 10 minute shorts. And then we release one of those every year on Halloween. And they kind of make it like a contest to where, like, you know, fans can go and by fans, I mean, like, aspiring directors could go and, like, send their clips in and be a part of it potentially as well. I think would be really neat. I think you're, I, I, th- I think five minutes is too short. It's got to be at least like 20 minutes. To, to but but what I'm saying is is like okay you start off with big name directors like first Halloween you got like five hour long shorts by big name directors the next next Halloween maybe you've only got like three shorts by big name directors but you've also got two by lesser known directors then people start sending in their own films. So they start getting a little bit shorter, but it kind of naturally progresses to the point where, like, every year at Halloween, you get this brand new crop of horror stories told by up-and-coming directors. 
hundred percent. Yeah, like I was saying, like like I'd be content if they were like even if they were like the shorts like that, and there's just a bunch of them every year. But yeah, like that'd be awesome. What do you think, D. Rob? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a great idea. I, I love it. You know, give more, you know, exposure to. You know, I know you said at the start of it, do bigger name directors, but that would also be a good chance to give uh, lower ranked directors, uh, you know, a chance to shine. No, uh, I, 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 I get that, but you got to bring big names in at well, the very to beginning. Get them interested, yes, to, to get, get people the, interested. The, well, to get people interested in to get the the company to sign off on exactly. like a three, four, five year deal, mm. you know. Because it's Halloween. People always love what... I always... Like, the whole month of October, I watch nothing but fucking horror movies. Oh, like, yeah. that's all I do yeah. in October is watch horror movies. I mean, I watch a lot of horror movies the rest of the year, mm-hmm. but in October, it's... Yep. Yeah, like... See, I watch... Like horror movies almost like every day at work. It's either that or I'm watching wrestling. I just have movies playing the entire time. So I don't have to do anything but sit in the back window all day and mm-hmm. take money. So I just throw on movies and relax. Yeah, I have that. a hard time with that because I can't like I can listen to music and do shit, but I can't watch movies and do yeah. shit. Like even if it's a movie I've seen a bazillion fucking times. Like you could put on the original Star Wars trilogy, right? And I've seen the original Star Wars trilogy probably a couple hundred times over my lifetime. And I'm not, yeah. that's not even like, that's, a, you know, that that's a fair assessment. That's not an exaggeration. Yeah, you must get plenty of naps, Bob. And I still get fucking drawn into him. Fuck you, d Empire, Empire Strikes Back is the best horror, the best Star Wars the movie. Best period. Exclamation. Hey, that the first segment where Luke is in the snow could arguably be a horror segment. So not too far off. Well, in the, in the end, when he finds out that fucking uh, Darth Vader, his nemesis, his the big evil of the entire universe, is a goddamn dad. Like, what the hell? Like, you, you think that's not going to be fucking traumatic? You think somebody's not going to, like, have nightmares about that shit? Because he sure as hell did on Dagobah when he was training with fucking Yoda. And he didn't even know he was his father yet. What? Everyone was to say training with Yoda was boring. Training with Yoda was goddamn, <laughs> like, five minutes of the goddamn movie. Like most of the movie was in Cloud City and was revolving around Han and Cloud Leia City. and shit. Mm. Which again, what the fuck was that goddamn dinner like? They're like, oh, we're going to have dinner. And then there's fucking Vader, but they still go into the fucking thing and have the goddamn dinner. <laughs> like what the f- And what the fuck is Vader eating anyway? He can't eat proper food. No. Like... This podcast has gone so off the rails because I don't think we've ended it yet. No, we haven't ended it yet. That's the beautiful fucking thing of it. 
we're just three nerds sitting around talking about nerd shit, which is exactly what this podcast is. is. <laughs> it's what it is. It is true. Like, we never stay on topic long. Like, if if we just stayed on topic, our episodes would be like 15, 20 minutes long. <laughs> we stayed on topic for like 90% of the first like two hours of this podcast. We really did. Like, we did a good job like listing our Halloween movies and talking about what we liked and what we didn't like about them. And then we went completely off the rails because we went completely off the rails and D rock can edit all of this shit out. If he oh, wants to, I ain't edited, I ain't <laughs> edited any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. We didn't have a segment where D rod's mic was all fucky and we were able to cut that in with like promoting shit. Oh, by the way, Bob, Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, Uh-oh. I don't know if you want me to tell you this or not, but I'm going to. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Hook has defeated Ricky Starks for the FTW championship. Okay, well, see, here's the stupid thing. <laughs> Number one, I like Hook. Yeah. He's got a good look. He, he can actually fucking work. <laughs> he's takes... He's... 99 he's like 90 percent fucking serious yeah but i also love fucking ricky starks yeah but also the ftw championship doesn't mean fuck all to anyone <laughs> ever like it's stupid the whole fucking like it made sense when they brought it in they didn't have a whole lot of championships now that they've got the fucking atlantic championship which somehow has Japan and fucking China on it, even though Japan and China aren't on the Atlantic and, and the, the, the fucking, uh, uh, what the TNT championship that Wardlow has, but he almost lost the pockets the other week. And just it, the whole fucking fuck, fuck AEW. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, I got fuck that a promotion. notification from Reddit, which I don't even use Reddit. But somehow I got a wrestling news report from Reddit. All I saw was Tony Khan. So I wanna So I wanna hear what this says. So I think we might get a chuckle out of this. Uh this is nothing too big. Tony Khan reads a Reddit post that criticized the all out build live on the air and picks it apart to an amusing degree. All right, fuck oh, that. No. That's not that funny. Okay. I, I thought it was gonna be funnier. Okay. But he did some new shit and look yeah. Tony Khan and this is this is what I got in the argument on the putting you over wrestling chat the other day Tony Khan came on busted open and he's all up in arms <laughs> because Triple H is the head of creative for WWE now and there's rumors and speculation that a lot of people that signed with AEW would want to go back to work under Triple H because under Triple H is when they had their most success and they're not really doing anything in AEW. Tony Khan comes on busted open and says, well, you've got a five-year contract, so I'm going to hold you to your five-year contract. So if you want to jump ship and go to the other company, good luck with that. I mean, I'm paraphrasing because it was, it was basically, that's what he was trying to say without trying to say it. Yeah. And so I posted that 
in the, the 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 little putting you over chat and just said, hey, Tony Khan has taken a, a page out of Vince and Kennedy McMahon's book because that's what Vince would do when people wanted to leave. He didn't want them to leave. He would just make them ride out the rest of their fucking contract. Yeah. Apparently, that's wrong when Vince does it. That's evil and awful and wrong. But when Tony Khan does it, it's... Well, that's the industry standard. That's, you know, that's what we expect. You know, it's okay. You know, Tony's Tony's still like, Tony's still a good billionaire. It just, it, 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 that's a, that's a false statement because there are no good billionaires. Actually, I will completely agree with you in that. And, 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 10 years ago, five years ago, I would not have agreed with you in that. But I will agree with you with that because there's not a billionaire in the face of the planet that didn't do it through using fucking some sort of governmental funneling of money or taxes or whatever to make themselves a fucking billionaire. There's nobody that has a billion dollars in this world that didn't use government regulations or or some sort of government handouts to make themselves a fucking billionaire. And that's what I despise. I'm sorry. And anyway. it's, yeah, the, there's no ethical way to be a billionaire in the first place. Unless you're no, giving I mean, all of that money. I think I think there is. I mean, I think there's there's an ethic, ethical way to earn a billion dollars and actually earn it and actually, you know, like like say this is my billion dollars i like created this i created the jobs that created this billion dollars but i think at this point in this world that we live in that's not possible because the the, the economy is so intertwined with the government that you have to to be able to even get to the point where you could possibly create enough jobs and create enough revenue and create enough wealth that you, you have a billion dollars. You've probably bought and sold and, 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 and used the political system so much that that billion dollars isn't yours. It's just what is handed to you out of, I don't know, pity or 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 just because you own a company but like there's there, there's no one in this in this world in this this country anymore that is actually an independent person creating wealth or creating jobs everybody's tied to to the government everybody's tied to everybody fucking else it's just I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I know. I'm. 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 I'm getting off on politics, and I should just shut up. Shut up. And I'll go. see. I, we we have very very similar politics, so I'm not gonna complain about that. Dira's probably on the complete opposite spectrum, and that that might derail us a little too far. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> say this. I'll say this, and I'll say this. I'll. I'll. I'll say this for D Rod. D Rod. Do me one favor. I want you to read one book for me, one and that's book. it. That's all you ever have to do. All you ever have to do for me oh, is read I'm one book. Read, read Atlas Shrugged Atlas. by Ayn Rand. Atlas Shrugged. Yes. By A Y N 
R-A-N-D. Read that book. Because and no, reading a synopsis doesn't count. Yeah, don't read the synopsis. Read the whole book and read the whole speech by read the whole speech, and you'll know when you get there what I mean. Like this is this is like a like a uh, I think it's like a thousand pages in paperback. Like this is a big ass fucking book. Amazon. Read it because it will show you everything that you need to know about the left, about the right, and about man's, I don't know, what what it means to be an independent, living, and free human being on this planet. I think. I think it'll at least give you a... a it'll give you an idea. Of something. You'll either love it or hate it. Everybody who does, everybody who reads it does. So, <laughs> I mean, just please, for me, for, for me, as your friend, read it, please. Well, Gears will tell you, I'm a lot more open-minded now than I used to be, Bob. So, I will read oh, yeah, that for sure. book. For sure. <laughs> okay. Like... I think, I, I think between you, myself, and Gunman, we've, we've definitely opened D-Rod's mind a lot more than when well, D-Rod and I first well, met. It's funny because I wanted to make a joke earlier about, uh, um, uh, I don't even remember what it was I was talking about or what we were talking about, but I was like, I wanted to make a, a, a joke about the sexual spectrum of this podcast and I was like we have a super straight guy we have a bisexual guy and we have a uh, a trans person so I was like we've kind of got all of the sexual spectrums kind of uh, 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 composed here in this <laughs> one podcast you know yeah we're all over the fucking place and I love it but no like like just that that book will inspire something in you I, I don't know what it's going to be i don't know what 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 you'll get out of it you can't say what anybody's going to get out of that particular book because everybody already has their own worldview coming into it but uh um it's it will challenge it will it will it will challenge every moral cornerstone you've ever had in your entire fucking life and that's from everyone I've ever known that's ever read that book from beginning to end. Like, it will fucking, like, it will challenge you to, to think about the world in a different way. I'm not, I'm not saying a better way or, 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 like, anything like that. I'm just saying it will... Next up, D-Rod, read the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> no, don't read the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Let's just go all look, the way look, there. Look, whatever you want to think about Karl Marx, well, number one, he was a fucking racist piece of shit. But number two, uh, Karl Marx has also been, like, his economics 
have been pretty much constantly refuted ever since he wrote that fucking book. <laughs> like, the only way to enact his economics is through force, which negates the entire fucking point of enacting any sort of economic system because you, it shouldn't be done through force. Yeah. Put, people shouldn't deal with people through force. I don't think. I think people yeah, should is. deal through people through fucking voluntary interaction or non-interaction. Mm. Okay. That, that was meant more as a joke. I know, just, I know. Like, oh. I just, like... So, Daniel's <laughs> opening his mind to read it, you know, an arguably pretty leftist book, but now let's have him go all the way fucking there. <laughs> but no, uh... Back to bringing up through, uh... Wrestling for me, I so I care slightly less, and for the point that I'm only gonna seek out what I'm sure I'm going to like or I'm wanting to like, and that helps me a lot in enjoyment. Unlike how I was, where I would just watch everything that came out and kind of torture myself watching the shit that I'm not interested in. Like for me, it's like I'm gonna watch. My local promotion, CSW, which I'll send you a link, Bob, because I think uh, I think yeah, you'll like some of it. Uh, you, a lot of it you're going to like. I, I know there's going to be some things that you're not going to like on there. Like somebody who I really, really like, mainly because like I met him on Facebook and we kind of became friends. We, you know, we're, we like the same music and we kind of bonded over that. So there's some personal bias there. He's a little on the goofier side, but he still takes shit seriously. He's one of the few, like, quote-unquote comedic wrestlers who you can take seriously because it's like, hey, I'm going to do my comedic shit super early, and then I'm going to drop it. But that's about it. I guarantee you're probably not going to like him. Hey, I got... Okay, so one, one... Is is everybody happy with how they're being booked in the LWF? Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, I've had one match, so I can't really. Well, yeah, but... I want to. I I I, I want to keep you in the stream championship division because there's going to be a, like a a fatal four way at the pay per view, and I want you in that fatal four way. Uh, because I want you to win that championship. D Rod. D-Rod, I need you to uh, cut a soundbite or something okay. for me for next week. Right. Because uh, uh, I need you to... Because to, you're, you're baby face now. Mm -hmm. and, and you're going to come back and you're going to challenge fucking Bama Dave to a two out of three falls match. But I need like some sort of like... If you don't do... If you don't want to do like a send in, then come into the chat so you can... Uh, uh, be like, uh, uh, I'm healing up. My ribs are healing. I'm, 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 I'm on the right. You know what I mean? I need, yeah. I need something from D Rod to, 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 to further this storyline along. I got you. See, this is a perfect moment now. That, now that we're talking about future shit for LWF, here's a great point to put in the promotions that we'll do later. Yeah, promotions. So okay. we don't spoil anything for LWF. Everything. But yeah, so so I need that gears. Like I said, I want to keep you in 
the stream championship up until the the pay-per-view then i want to move you to tags either with rando or hikiri if i can get hikiri that's that's the thing is like like hikiri was supposed to send me like his information and stuff but then like he's like he's he's got so many health problems and i like i don't want to be that person that's like bugging him about like a fucking e-fed shit when he's fucking like yeah. like you know like he's got health issues to begin with and then like the health issues get worse and like i don't want to bug him with that like he's a cool dude i don't want to like yeah 100%. does that make like, sense if you want and if he's comfortable with it i believe that on my 2k19 i have a high key recall made that i can just send you okay you can just use that or at least like yeah just at least give me the screenshots like you did with your character and i can base him around that yeah and then we can kind of i i guess adjust attires to where we're somewhat similar and like look like it's oh, i team. can I, I can i can get you guys in the similar attire based upon what you already wear like don't, yeah. don't worry i'm good we're, at this shit like trust enough. me you haven't yeah. seen you haven't seen the popcorn boy i made like oh i'm excited I'm excited. Uh, Popcorn Justice was definitely one of my favorite teams. That was a lot of fun. Well, D Rod's seen Popcorn Boy. What did you think of Popcorn Boy? I was actually surprised, to be honest, that you done that good. I, I, you know, Popcorn Boy is a hard call to make. Really, it really is. Well, a lot of a lot of Popcorn Boy. Sorry about that. Custom is custom off of the fucking like. The, the the trades out there in the WWE like universe. So I'm like, like I got, how do I make this work for like what I have? And he, again, he looks like a fucking space alien that's obsessed with popcorn. And yeah, I think like, that's kind of what popcorn boy is. Yeah. That, that was kind of how it was when I designed the character. Cause I was like, all right, so you're doing this whole popcorn thing. We did this whole thing together. I'm gonna make you into like a superhero sidekick. And he's like, oh fuck yeah, I'm down. I was like, bet. So I went in there, I was like, how the fuck do I do this? So I looked up like a cartoon popcorn clip art on Google Images to throw on. And just try to use a lot of red and white. Try to make his hair look like a pop like his hair with the mask is like, okay, well, what if I, I made, made the, that like popcorn? I made the silver. Popcorn. The silver really kicks it off because it makes you think of that like like that Jiffy Pop popcorn, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you know. I will look through my messages with D Rod to see if I can find the original uh, call that I made before D Rod had to go and try to remake it. Oh, and I I, I switched up the popcorn slam. I'm sorry, I did. Oh, it's not the it's not joke slam anymore. It's a claw slam. Oh, he like grabs it. the guy by the yeah. head like the claw because he uses the claw submission, but he slams him down on the fucking mat with the claw. It looks vicious as That's shit. I'm, it, it, it's going to get over as fuck as soon as he does it. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, that's going to look cool as shit. Mm. What? What did you say? You say smart. I say that was a smart move, Bob. Mm. See, uh, what snark move? With uh, Hikari move? Did you say snark move? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
I almost uh, wish I almost wish uh, gears that you could see the fucking uh, 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 the thread that me and gears are talking about that we had that I had on the putting you over wrestling chat discord. <laughs> oh my god, it's dude. It all started with the uh, um, with the Tony Khan saying he's not going to fucking let people be released, and yeah. then somebody was like well, why is that bad? And I was like, well, it's not bad per se. It's petty, but this is the exact same thing that Vince did that all the AEW fans fucking like shit on him for and hated. Mm. So now Tony's going to do it and everybody's just going to be like, okay, whatever. Yay, Tony's got his people, you know? (laughs) And... Then it turned into a whole argument about like exclusivity contracts and who you could work with and when you should be released. And I'm like, at the end of it, I was like, one, Tony Khan is stupid for letting his people work with other promotions, especially the death match goons in fucking GCW. And two, I think he's within his rights, but being really fucking petty about giving people releases, which is true. And then the guy who fucking was arguing with me goes on a fucking like two fucking paragraph tirade about like how like he didn't fucking care what I had to say to begin with and fucking I'm just dumb and and I don't like wrestling and what I like isn't what he likes and that's okay, but I shouldn't comment on what I don't watch. And like, it just like, what the fuck? I'm just trying to talk about fucking Tony Khan being a hypocrite. Like that's it. Like, see, I don't know. I think with wrestling, it's just seek out what you want to enjoy. Like in the end, like that's the best way to enjoy wrestling is like, just to not seek out what you're not going to like. And then, I mean, obviously you can go, feel free to watch something that you want to, but like, yeah. That's just kind of how I am. I like, like, so for me, it's like CSW, which is my old promotion that I was talking about, uh, is, was when it first came out, it was one of Harley Race's promotions. And then it ended. And then uh, the guy who runs it now, like, worked under Harley Race during that time, I believe as a wrestler, if I'm not mistaken, and then got his blessing before Harley Race passed to bring it back, which they finally did recently, and which is why it's, why I feel like you would like like it more, because it's like, it tries to maintain that style of the, the old school wrestling while still kind of putting in with a modern spin on it that's not too drastic. Hello? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. happening? There we go. There you go. All right, guys, let's, let's uh, wrap her up, do our promos. Let's wrap her up. And, uh, Bob, you can plug what oh, I yeah, do. Yeah, promotions. Hold on a second. Oh, damn. I can't find my original images that I sent D-Rod. All right. 
So if you want to get in touch with me, the Dr. B.O.B. Snark. You can find me on Twitter at Back to the Ring or on Twitter at Dr. Bob Z. Vaughn. You can find LWF Saturday night, usually on uh, my Twitch channel, which you can find through my Twitter channel. But this week and this week only, we will be LWF Sunday Slaughter. Either way, the LWF is open to you. If you want to create a wrestler, if you want to go against the best in the world and the EFED action, please come to us. We will find you a home. We will find you a place. We will find you a partner. We will find you whatever it is that you need to live out your dreams in the multiverse of the EFED. Thank you so much. And remember to tip your servers. <laughs> oh, you can find me oh. on Twitter at Biolante Music. I rarely ever post anything, and most of the time it's just ramblings about shit that's unrelated to what the Twitter is made for, which was for, hey, I'm going to use this to promote my music, but I'm never going to promote my music <laughs> or release anything. I've yeah. never heard your music, ever. See, it, it depends because I have very... Why don't have, you ever send me any of your fucking music? gears why i well the one project that i have like Just music send me some goddamn for. music look 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 <laughs> i'm i'm okay. gonna be honest with you and i'm sorry to cut you off we'll Rob, but i'm gonna be honest with you i was an acoustic only musician in columbia south carolina I literally played on the streets of Columbia, South Carolina with me, acoustic guitar, and a fucking harmonica. I am not above anybody as far as musicianship goes. So please send me your music for me to fucking listen to. I can at least tell you that you suck to your fate. No, I'm kidding. That's like, and at least listen to it okay, and tell so you that it's fucking good because I, I know I think everything that I fucking do musically fucking sucks, but people are always telling me every time they listen to it, they're like, Oh, it's so good. Oh, I really like it. And I'm like, what, what, what do you like? My fucking terrible voice or my fucking fucking haphazard guitar playing? Like what the fuck? But you don't know what people are going to like until they fucking hear it. So fucking put it out there. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, no, D-Rod. No, I'm you're, sorry. You're, you're, you're fine. You're fine. And uh, even though you're saying sorry, D-Rod, and, and, but whatever. Uh, I don't make well, music. I'm though. sorry to D-Rod because he was about to do his plug. <laughs> you're good. But I have no plug, Now I'm going to cut him off in response to you. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry, Dino, because I have to um, respond. You know, but it, it don't matter. No, I, uh, the music that I have out and like actually released is through a comedy project that my friend and I did with zero preparation. We really went into a studio with zero. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the just thing. Just fuck around. You 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 awesome. constantly caveat everything. 
you're caveating it. You're you're trying to to undercut it before anybody fucking hears it to try and 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 and, and make it and make it less good. Make it make it make, make it less serious. Don't don't let people know that, that that I actually like enjoyed doing this. Just just let it just we put it out there and it. let it be. We 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 did enjoy making it. It's just that it was very rushed and we had zero plan going in. The very first song I ever recorded, I recorded in under an hour and we did acoustics, vocals, harmonica, and lead guitar in an hour. Like, like relax. We recorded an entire EP in two days. And yeah, not even, I like, guess. Two I know. I and understand that. We relax. didn't have anything written. Relax. Put it out there. I just know that like both of us aren't proud of it. I'm going to send it to you regardless. And it's really stupid. And we plan on like taking those songs and redoing them and actually taking it with more seriousness than we did just going in and fucking around. And it was funny because I was sick the day that I recorded. Well, see, there's my there's your number one mistake. You never go into the fucking studio just to fuck around. Yeah, like, exactly. But, like, it was also kind of, since we knew it was going to be a comedy project, we were like, wouldn't it be funny if we went in with zero fucking plan, just dicked around and put out what came out? And... Look, folks, I am... And then you're like, wait, this is a horrible project. I'm heading out. I'm done with this for this evening. Everyone, enjoy your night enjoy your day enjoy whatever time you're listening to this podcast and the immortal words of the great tully blanchard it's been your pleasure good night yes and you can follow me all right at, go ahead and follow yourself now yeah uh, at the underscore d ron and uh wait one second <laughs> i'm just kidding go ahead <laughs> we'll be back uh uh, next week, me and Gears will be reviewing uh, No Mercy 2006, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, just subscribe. Thank you for watching. Have a great night or day, whatever. Goodbye.